people who lie for a living. <laughs> Welcome back to the Underappreciated Podcast. There's nobody more full of shit than a cop. Unless it's a cop on TV. Are you a cop? I didn't know she was a cop. You a cop? I'm not a cop. I was quoting the Are department. you a cop? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Elaine. Great, my wife. Uh, did you watch it the other day? God, I almost rewatched it. I'm Johnny. It's just a long... It's a long... It's a, it's a bit of a long one. It's a bit of a long one. But, but if you needed good. a nap at two in the afternoon... Oh no, oh no. When Tony wants to nap at two in the afternoon, he watch YouTube videos where people are making terrariums. <laughs> I found this dude. I found this dude that makes terrariums. I almost want to pull it up. He will put you to sleep. So we've He's been like, watching candy, candy making. John's been watching candy making. <laughs> candy making? Now. Yeah. Dude, send me those links. I love okay. watching. Dude, how how it's made or whatever on VH1 or whatever. He used to watch the fuck. They all, all right. would make candy. There's a couple so of candy making channels he watches. And, and the Canadian. When they're doing the flipping you, with the okay, fucking so big yeah, ass they got the big ass. Like, oh, we can't really touch it because it's a thousand degrees. But it's the awesome. best one, it's this uh, Canadian uh, company. They're in Vancouver wherever. And they're so soothing. And it puts John right out. Yeah. Now me, on the other hand, I'm watching them make these tiny sushi patterns in candy because I get sucked in. So he's asleep <laughs> and I'm up till 11.30 at night watching them make fucking candy. Yeah. Because when something is interesting, it sucks me in. Yeah. We and watched I, the Waco Netflix day, documentary. Like, hey, for? Like, let me show you. I, make I watched candy. all three episodes. I was like, I, I barely remember this. I was 13. Yeah. Now I'm all invested. <sighs> It's I've really decided cool. that like, the, I'm not going to be able to do that. The HRT it, team really fucked up. And shit in there. Yeah, yeah. I think it was their fault. I just take a heart. Well, it's just like a hard stamps. It's just like uh, what the fuck is that shit called? God damn it, I'm not going to remember. We used to do hair apps at the beach, and there's this Play-Doh basically shit that you can buy that hardens on its own. And uh, one of the girls I worked with would make those. She'd roll it out, and like every, polymer every clay. Every time you cut it, yeah, it's like that. Every time you cut it, there was a little something in it—a flower or uh-huh. a zebra or some bullshit. It's the same. Thing. It's the same thing as the candy, yeah. Yeah. Well, the candy I, is edible. Yeah. And it's made with sugar Love. at a thousand degrees. Yeah. It's actually three hundred something degrees. It's right. super hot. It's yeah. enough. Like you can't. You don't touch, touch it. it. Yeah. yeah. Look. Even when they're like for, holding it. And for a human, it, they're only touching it for a second. Yeah. For a human, there's no difference between sugar that's three hundred degrees and a thousand degrees. Nope. <laughs> at a certain point. It's just hot. Anything above that is in the, in the temperature zone of fucking hot. Yeah. It's it's just fucking hot. There's nothing you can do about it. Because if it's, you touch it, you'll yell fuck. Yeah. It's Even gonna Carly give you. Would. It's yeah. gonna give you a third degree burn, no matter what. It's fine. This is a quality podcast because you already pressed play. I did. <laughs> I didn't press play. I pressed record. Okay. What? Whatever. <laughs> it's true. If it was play, whatever. we'd be listening to ourselves. Which We're we recording, do. so it's taking. We listen to ourselves on the way here. <laughs> yeah. We listened to ourselves earlier today. All right, well, do you want to do your note? Hey! <laughs> My note? I don't think we did it. Each of us has a specific, oh, oh. <laughs> specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns... Ah, oh, fuck, I can't remember. We take turns <laughs> with these movie genres, finding movies that we think are underappreciated. But and forcing our friends to watch. Yes. Yeah. So give That's, these give these films a chance. This week on the podcast is Carly's pick. It is 1999's Ten Things I Hate About You. So we turned it on, and I was like, "What? Seventy percent Metacritic? How does this fucking qualify?" And then I kept scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> she like but you know what? On Friday night, I was at my sister's house, mm-hmm. and find something new. Um, we played bullshit, which I had not played like since I was in middle school because yeah. my niece is into it up. at her school they're playing in the lunchroom and stuff 
and uh wow real bullshit resurgence in and the middle school well, she won't say it she'll say bs or i think that's a lie because she doesn't oh, know if you don't say bullshit you can't play yeah, she but curse. if she's playing it in the lunchroom school. at school <laughs> i don't care if you're gonna play bullshit you play bullshit so anyways, otherwise i'm very bullshit. bad at bullshit okay facts that's not I, shocking to you anyone. know what i had most Carly's of my bad. hands were full of cards <laughs> Yep. She's like, I have And all I was like, I cost. can't take Did it anymore. <laughs> bullshit. She got bullshit. Anyways, uh, when I left, I was like, oh, I got to go home because I got to start doing my 10 things I hate about you notes. And my sister's like, why didn't you tell me we would have watched it? It's Lucy's favorite movie. <laughs> so my niece. That's Lucy's favorite it's movie? It's on, well, I don't know if it's her favorite movie, but she since she saw it for the first time, she's seen it a couple times since mm-hmm. then. Because it's so good. Maybe. It's on Disney we'll Plus, and apparently it may be having a bit of a resurgence. I don't is know. It? Or is it just my niece likes it? Well, <laughs> it's like, wow, that guy who played uh, the, we had the lunch Australian with guy, Vic. he's good. I hope he's in something else. And he said, well, that's a great movie. Fun. I what? love that movie. And you I said s- that? Vic. Oh, wow. And I said, favorite character, and he said, Heath Ledger. Although, Julia Stiles is pretty good. I said, do you have a least favorite character? And he kind of gave me a look. And I said, like, do you have a favorite line, this? a favorite scene? He's like, I feel like you're asking me too many questions. I'm like, well, fuck you. I'm not going to give your thoughts. <laughs> I'm like, you listen to the podcast, do you, Ben? Coincidentally, I was trying to. My sister called me this week because there was some night mm-hmm. for the academies and that's for why the he's never schools. And she's like, I think I saw Vic at the academy night. I think his daughter might be going to the same yeah, academy as Lizzie. That. Yeah. My sister texted me the other night. At, um, let's see, what time was that? Uh, 11.06 p.m. Because she's mean. <laughs> and uh, she sent me this uh, meme. You can't see it, listener. Yeah, yeah, ding dong? No, it's uh, Gandalf and uh, Bilbo. And Gandalf, or Bilbo says, here, take a look at this painting. It's a painting. Uh, Gandalf says, that's very good, Bilbo, a fine house. And then Bilbo says, oh, silly me, I had it sideways. And when you turn it sideways... It turns out it's a Rickroll. Oh. Uh, cool. <laughs> 11.06 at night. So I was asleep. She woke me up with this text message. And, and I saw it. In your head. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, it's just a meme. I didn't look at it. I look at it the next morning. And then and it's a fucking Rickroll. <laughs> so she kind of got me twice. Thanks, Audra. Will I hope got, you enjoyed Will, that story. Will woke me out of a nightmare, so that was really cool of him. I said, hey, thanks, man. <laughs> Never going to give you up. All right. Never going to let you down. Never going to so, run around. This movie hurt you. was written by a writing duo named Kristen Smith and Karen McCullough, and mm-hmm. who also wrote for Legally Blonde, Ella Enchanted, and The House Bunny. Also, I've, it's an adaptation of Taming of the Shrew by William Shakespeare. I've never seen Ella Enchanted. People really like that. Never seen it. I haven't seen that either. I have oh, that's probably I think I wanted it. to see it, but never hmm. actually. I have want to see a lot of movies, but when I sit down in front of the TV, I think, I don't want to watch You're a movie. Like, I want to watch Reba. <laughs> I mean, well, we did watch Reba last night. <laughs> that's funny. She's a survivor. So, anyways. Um... Directed by Gil Junger, who also directed five or fewer episodes of many TV shows. He had a lot of directing credits. None of them were enough of a show for me to be like, he directed this show. No other movies? Just a lot of TV? Uh, I could see that. This was this was anything really notable. directed like a TV show. Yeah. Um, and starring Heath Ledger, welcome back to the podcast from A Knight's Tale. Mm-hmm. Julia Stiles from Save the Last Dance, the Burn movies. 
the Bourne movies. The Bourne movies. George Bourne movies. We get Bernie's movies. I wrote Bourne. I don't know. Whatever. Joseph Gordon-Levitt from Third Rock of the Sun. From the Sun. And he was also Robin. <laughs> The chick who played Bianca name. was like a Nickelodeon star. Alex Mack. Yeah. She you always... laughed, but you knew exactly who I meant. I didn't know who that was. I was uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I was like, I recognize her. She could turn into a puddle of goo. But I don't know who it was. And then she said Alex Mack, and it all fucking rushed back into my head. I was like, oh my God. I don't want to know that I know who Alex Mack is. Oh. We have David Crumholtz. Welcome back to the podcast mm. from the Santa Claus, the Mexican, and Adam's Family Values. And he was also on Numbers, one of the latest favorite TV shows. It was one of the greatest police procedurals of all time. Mm-hmm. We have Gabrielle Union. Welcome back to the podcast from She's All That. Mm-hmm. We have Daryl Mitchell. Welcome back to the podcast from Galaxy Quest. Mm-hmm. There's also Larry Miller and Andrew Keegan. <laughs> the Andrew Keegan? Mm-hmm. The, the one from Team Beat. <laughs> Teen Camp. heartthrob of the 90s. <laughs> the one from Camp Nowhere. <laughs> he was a very handsome boy. Is he a handsome man? Kind of don't take hey, he, I mean, based on the fo- current photo on his IMDb, he turned out fine. The gym teacher was on Empty Nest. He was also Joe Zuzu. <laughs> Tony saw him and said that. I was like, do I need to write that down? No. Because I don't think anybody but Ben and I will, yeah. will know what that is. He used is. to be in a lot but of I was like, I was ladies. like, what the hell? How do I know this guy? And then I was like, oh, he's the dude from Empty Nest. <laughs> Nobody talks about Empty Nest. It, it definitely doesn't get that kind of conversation that a lot of old uh, sitcoms get. No, it doesn't get Some, the love. Sometimes they, these places sit on them, and they don't let people have them. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Darwin Greg. That's why Moonlighting is not on That's anything. That's streaming somewhere. Mm-hmm. Is it? I think it might be Hulu. Wow. Has Darwin Greg. Well, we'll look forward to watching that later. I don't think that they, show they, was that good, though. Yeah, they do, they do this whole bullshit. I, I watched a pod, listened to a podcast on this. They do this whole bullshit where they're like, like Moonlighting. They're like, it's not on anything because they haven't worked out the deal with who's going to stream it because they have to basically cut everybody out of it. Because if you put Moonlighting on fucking reruns on TNT, then you got to pay Bruce Willis and and Civil Shepherd and all that. But if you do streaming, you don't have to. They worked it all out with the streaming people. You don't have to pay residuals anymore. Wow. So a lot of people are getting fucked with the streaming stuff. Well, yeah, they, Bruce Willis needs the money. Well, no, they took a fine. lot of... They've taken a lot of stuff off some of those networks, like uh, HBO took a bunch of stuff off yeah. because they couldn't... This is the thing. Um, they could. They didn't want to pay the residuals. Yeah. Well, they probably couldn't afford to keep paying the residuals because they're trying to keep a... a profitable streaming service yeah but like if you follow like the um we hate movies podcast facebook group and all those guys the really talkative people all work in the business and they all think it's just how could they not pay these people their money why would they take them off now i can't watch it and they're not giving these guys their residual well they probably can't fucking afford it you douchebag Mm -hmm. because they're Mm -hmm. a company for profit Mm -hmm. and they also have to pay their fucking bills yeah Mm Every well, time somebody, how much would they get from residuals from moonlighting? Like, well, probably probably nothing sweet. moonlighting, but like Parks and Rec, and um, there was another one that I can't yeah. remember that was really big. They didn't get anything, and it's like, but then you look at people like Friends. They make twenty million dollars a year still. Yeah, like last year they made twenty million dollars a year know. each for year. something they did in like oh four. Yeah. They still make twenty million dollars, yeah. and then Jennifer Aniston has the balls to come on TV and be like, "It's so hard to work." It's like, <laughs> yeah. shut up, you're fine. You made more in a, in a year doing make, nothing. No, make but, leprechaun make. Eight. <laughs> no, but 
I get that it would be hard for her to work because nobody wants to hire her because she's just Jennifer Anderson. And if you actually want to work, okay, great. You're famous. You can't really go anywhere. She's not working at Starbucks. Yeah, but you can't really go anywhere because you're surrounded by paparazzi all the time. So you can't, like, have a normal life. So you're pretty much trapped in your fucking house all the time. And we all know how much that fucking sucks. Uh, and I, if she I, does I, go somewhere... <laughs> No, but... She's making only Adam Sandler movies now. So. Like, she, and, but if she wants to do real work... What do you mean by probably, real work? Meaningful like roles? She seemed to want to do, uh, like, dramatic roles. She wanted to act. She enjoyed acting. She had a job that she liked to do. It was a creative outlet for her, and now she can't because all she can do is work with Adam fucking Sandler? Maybe, I don't know, maybe no one wants to hire her. Maybe she's not that good of an actress. I don't but know. that's what I'm saying. I thought she was great on Friends and um, Leprechaun. But that's the thing. They like, did her dirty. They put her right. She shot that before I Friends know. and Pimps. They put her on the cover. <laughs> but having lots of money and and getting to work are not the same thing. I'm sure. I'm just saying. No she doesn't have to work, but if she wants to work and it's difficult. I don't know. I've seen another. And she's probably, what sucks is how they treat women in, in Hollywood because oh. once you get a certain age, they won't hire you. No. Depends on who you are. The, the mother of the bride right. or the grandma and a lot of at people, 40. Yeah, right. All of a sudden you hit 45 and now you have to be a grandmother. Like, what the fuck? I mean, it's dirty. It depends on who you are. That's, well, for the most part. I'm just if you're Angelina Jolie or Charlize Theron, you could be an action star when you're 50. Yeah, she, Angelina Jolie shouldn't be. Neither should Liam Neeson. But I don't know, <laughs> Liam Neeson played an action star once. They were like, you're doing that for the rest of your life. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Look, but I mean... He played an action star before. In the 90s, yeah. He was in Cole. He was also in Darkman. Darkman? Yeah. Yeah, Darkman. Yeah, Dark All right, I've, so. I've, I've we've diverged. Yes. We started just having normal conversations, not Sorry. talking about podcasts. So it's been a while since we saw you guys. Well, since I saw you guys. Tony That's was because here every time I week. said, let's play Demio, you're like, no. I'm still at no. work. <laughs> hey, we'll talk about this later. You want to hang out with me? It's fine. I'm still at work half the time. And you guys don't give me time to eat dinner. You got to start later. <laughs> we played the other night at like 7. I don't remember that. <laughs> was it when I was at Jessica's? Was it Friday night? <laughs> you got any anyways, reviews? Anyways. Just, hang I have a few fine. reviews. But first I will We're say. 30 minutes into the podcast. This movie has a 71 tomato meter, a 69 audience score, a 70 meta score. Its budget was $30 million. And in the U.S. it made... Thirty-eight million one hundred seventy-eight thousand, yeah, wow. and worldwide it only made fifty-three point four million. Like it's not the right. People VHS. really seem to love it, but nobody wanted to go see it. No. <laughs> I don't. I didn't see this movie in the theater. I, I, I this had to be a blockbuster. I had yeah. to have rented it. Yeah, this was a blockbuster. Blockbuster. I think I saw this in the theater, but this was when I was just in the Navy and had nothing to do, so we saw everything. Mm-hmm. I saw A Knight's Tale in the theater, but that was yeah. this was Heath Ledger's first American movie. And, but I wasn't. I didn't have a car yet when this movie came out, so I didn't go to I the mean, movies. But who knows? They could have. They might not have advertised it. There may have been like six other kid movies out this. this I didn't have a this job. was real big on like MTV. They yeah. It, but. So all right, I have three reviews. Three. And wow. there's a special reason Uh-oh. because there were nine one star reviews on IMDb, mm-hmm. and this was one of them. And I just thought it was worth reading because it was one of the nine one star reviews. On paper, this movie sounds boring and predictable, but it's surprisingly entertaining. <laughs> the dialogue.
dialogue is fresh and the actors aren't one note, with Julia Stiles being the standout. This is probably the best of the late 90s teen movie craze. Oh, wow. Overall, surprisingly entertaining 90s teen movie that delivers unexpected goods. One out of ten. What? <laughs> What's that username? Do they understand how the rating system yes. works? Car 316. Oh. oh, dude, you do and not. And it's from 2001. Dude, you should have read their other reviews. Are they all just, do they just not understand how it works? Oh, I'm sure this they movie don't is fucking trash. 10 out but of 10. It was like nine one-star reviews. And a lot of them were 10 things I hate about this movie, which I thought I would pick one of those. So but they were so redundant. Yeah. Yeah. Like bad acting. This actor was terrible. Well, if you're going to name individual actors, then just name the ones that bothered you, and yeah. they can be your ten things. <laughs> Anyways, um, the yeah. other one out of ten is says, uh, Ten things tries hard, but in vain, to revive the twinkle-toed atmosphere of Amy Heckerling's great Jane Austen adaptation of Emma as a teenage comedy in Clueless. Is that Com- the one we did? No, 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 no. She's saying it's trying to be like Clueless, which oh. was an adaptation of Emma. We did Pride and Prejudice. Some we did Emma too. Did we do Emma? We, yeah. yeah, but we did the new one. Yeah. This, this review oh, came yeah, out yeah, in 2002, yeah. long before that one. Yeah, that um, Emma wasn't until... But she's saying they were trying to be... They were like, trying to capture the magic of Clueless, and they failed. Bill um, Nighy's in it. Yeah, as I, if. He's always been 80, so I have no idea he's when the movie been, came out. He was born at like 80 yeah. years old. He's immortal. He might be. He did play Vampire. I hope so. Or Uncle Billy. He well, he can feel it in his fingers. Yeah, he can't, though. Have you oh, seen his hands? He's got a thing. Don't make fun of his hands. I didn't make fun. I said he can't, though. Have you seen his hands? I was talking facts. <laughs> it's not making fun if you make a statement. I don't know. Did I laugh? Did I go, hee 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 Why are you did standing up and talking down Because I was fixing my shorts. All right, well. They were riding on it. So Making anyway, us nervous by yelling. I'm not used to shorts. You're just too good to be true. That person also didn't think Taming of the Shrew was a good enough source story to base a movie on. No, it's actually pretty shit. Um, so that's, most of Shakespeare is very not that good. Review. Austin is better, and it's called Jane Austen is much funnier. <laughs> <laughs> And then our 10 out of 10 review, I can't stop watching this movie. I, wa- I wanted to see this movie when it first came out, but only recently got a copy of it. I've seen it five times in the past week. Wow. A lot of teen movies are very basic or cliched, but well, not this movie, one. Well, it's a it's not really for depth. It's based on the Taming of the Shrew. It has a lot of interesting twists. The music is awesome. Every song actually fits is the it? moment. The two love stories are actually interesting. Even all the actors were great. The only bad thing is the occasional dirty jokes. 10 out of 10. It's a high school movie. Yeah. Dirty jokes is what you do. This is actually really clean for a high school movie. <laughs> and a lot of, I will say, a lot of the things that the boys say, yeah, a guy would say that. <laughs> Except for, I, I, I pine, I think. <laughs> no one would say that. They did throw in a but, lot of Shakespeare Yeah, that was yeah. just straight up. Because it was. I liked it, That though. was straight I thought up it was funny. Shrew, but I thought like, that was funny. Yeah, but if you, you meet a dude and the first time he sees a girl, he says that, you're going to cast some shit the rest of your life about it. <laughs> like, oh. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank right. you, sir. Well, what'd you think going in, John? I thought, oh, I've seen this. I remember enjoying this. All right. I haven't seen it in quite a few moons. What about you, Tony Tones? I was like, I haven't seen Did this. Did you ever call him now, Tony Tones? <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, I was like, I haven't seen this in a long time. I don't remember it being that big a thing for me. So All right, Tony Tones. We'll see what happens. Okay. What about you, Elaine? Elaine well, you- unlike Tony Two Tones. No, it's just Tony Tones. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I like that. I said to John, I don't have to watch this. Because he's like, when are you going to watch the movie? I'm like, I don't have to watch this. He goes, you haven't seen it recently. I'm like, I don't have to watch this. I can tell you right now, 
what my favorite scene is, who my favorite character is, <laughs> who my favorite line is, guess what? Didn't change. <laughs> and I saw it, I think I saw it when they showed Lucy it for the first time at Jessica's house, but I hadn't we, seen it in a few months. Can we get Will Grammarly? Also, <laughs> I really thought I owned this movie, and we looked everywhere. And we could not I find it. I have no idea if we own this or not because I said, ooh, it's on Disney Plus. And John goes, really? And I'm like, yeah. So we And then, it of Disney course, Plus. I'm like, it's on Disney Plus. So then I go to log in and Amanda has been logged out for some reason and she's not home. <laughs> so I had to pay to rent it. Why didn't you call I swear I own this movie. Yeah, she owns it. We couldn't find it. I didn't. You just sent me a text message. Paid... I would have given you my Disney Plus login information. Well, we, we, and Amanda I don't know why Amanda was logged out, but she, she got back like to us after I paid for it. I would have given you my Disney Plus information. You could use our Disney Plus. I know I own this. You don't have to. We never log out. You don't have to rely on shady ex-girlfriends for login information. (laughs) Shady ex-girlfriends? You don't fill the water pitcher. She's not not shady. She's very nice. She doesn't fill the water pitcher. That's true. And sometimes she (laughs) won't get her laundry out of the washing machine or the dryer. When Carly has to do laundry, it's very annoying. But She doesn't listen to the podcast, does she? Who knows? I don't know, maybe. But she's actually a very nice person. She she comes walking by one day with a water pitcher and she goes, "Mm, look, I filled it. (laughs) Like, oh, you listened to the 10 things I hit about you episode. I don't think it's not that she doesn't fill it. It's not that she feels, she doesn't fill it all the way back. She just puts it up for one cup back in? Because. Couple squirts and she's done. She uses the whole thing and then she just fills it once and puts it back in. But then when I need to make coffee, I need more than what she put back in. Mm. (laughs) Riveting. Oh, yes. Cause, uh, podcast. Uh, Come on, special. Ben is laughing his ass off. <laughs> He's like, they're Maybe never going to Maybe we need to get a bigger movie. picture like y'all's. <laughs> right. John was like, why do we need a bigger picture? And I'm like, I want a bigger picture now that we're filling the dog bowl from the picture. I need a bigger picture. It's great. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the shrew. All right. Well, I thought we were. The movie opens with the Bare Naked Lady song. And uh, we pan over this beautiful... We don't have bands with good names like that anymore. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know. I don't listen to modern You mean like The Baby? Yeah, see, The Baby. The and baby? there's like 400 little somethings. <laughs> they're all... They're just generic people. I mean, bare naked ladies. What about Donkey Plus? Or I had this What was CD. her name from She-Hulk? <laughs> Donkey Plus? Uh, Megan Thee Stallion. That's it. Megan yeah. Thee Stallion. That's a good Why one. is she Donkey Plus? I don't know what he's uh, talking about. She's an idiot. <laughs> I, I don't know, but yeah. It's not Anyways, very original. they're panning I think they over know her name because they were angry that She Hulk danced. Oh, okay. No, because they were angry because that show sucked ass. Yes. Because apparently True. women can't celebrate celebratory dance at the office. Nope, that wasn't the problem. It uh, wasn't celebratory I, dancing. Apparently, women can't celebratory dance at the office. The internet was outraged. I assure you, men enjoy women celebratory dancing. They There's don't like shitty TV. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, they pan over, we're in Tacoma, Washington, at least that's where this actual school is, and that's where it was filmed, because they used all real sets. Just Hogwarts? Or all real yeah. locations, no sets for the whole yep. movie. Giant ass fucking school. I was like, it's a real is this school? real? Yeah. I said it some 17 times. It is a times. real public school. Yeah. <laughs> it was built for something else, and then it was turned. I know, I was like, I went to Lake Taylor, I think that used to be a prison. <laughs> <laughs> this, this school is fucking amazing. <laughs> So we see some girls sitting in the car listening to Bare Naked Ladies, and they're passed by Cat Stratford, one of our main characters, and she's listening to Joan Jett. I don't give a damn about my reputation yet. Which girls love that song. It's a good jam. Joan Jett is a good jam. (laughs) 
Boys so, love that song. Why do you just have to say girls love that song? Everybody loves that song because Jonah Jett rocks. Or just Jonah Jett. <laughs> just Jonah Jett. Close. Jonah Jett. Your sister. It's, it's a good jam. I don't get that. When you hear that song, I always don't think it's like a tough girl. It's just a good song. Yeah. So why did you have to be like girls love that song? Because a girl was playing the song. Okay. And she loved it. Um, and she, why she got so, given the stink eye? Because it's in the Bare Ladies. It's not like they were, she was listening to fucking, I don't know. Can't think of it. She gave them, that gave each other the stink eye because that's what high school girls do when you don't like each other. I mean, if they were playing like in sync, that would make sense. Like, you don't like boy bands. Okay. It cool. was 1999. <laughs> they, we, were, we were knee deep in boy band hell. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. But there's no boy bands in this, in this movie at all. Not one. There. No. Interesting. Joey listens to boy bands. Maybe they were too expensive. That dude, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That, well, there you go. That explains it. They couldn't afford it. No. No. I mean, they couldn't even get 98 degrees right now. I feel like... They couldn't get the temptations on it. I feel like girl, uh, women's feminist indie rock fit the tone of the movie pretty good, so they didn't yeah. need boy bands. But you um, know Bianca was definitely oh, yeah. 98 degrees. Uh, there was, was a Nick Lachey poster on her wall somewhere. <laughs> so we do a quick pan of the school, all the kids hanging out. Cat pulls down a sign for the prom because she thinks prom is stupid. She thinks that she's allowed to do vandalism and assaults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we cut to the guidance counselor's office and meet Miss Perky, who doesn't really care about Who's this. Who's typing on the oldest laptop I've yeah. ever seen. <laughs> she has an erotic novel to finish. It had a floppy disk in it. <laughs> <laughs> I used floppy disks in 1999. <laughs> Mom, How else do you play Oregon Trail? <laughs> Did you get dysentery? Sometimes, sure. <laughs> but playing Oregon Trail. <laughs> so she gives a new student named Cameron his schedule and sends him off. As he leaves, Patrick Verona enters her office, ready to explain his latest exploit, where he used a bratwurst to pretend to expose himself to the lunch lady. And she's like, aren't you an optimist? To keep it in your pants and get out. <laughs> no, she says keep it in your pouch. Well, she called him she a kangaroo. Him a kangaroo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which... Because he's... Australian. Yeah. Right, which makes sense, and he didn't take any offense. Nowadays, she'd be fired for that. <laughs> well, she'd I think be... all the teachers at this school would be fired. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All the ones we see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, none of them are getting fired. The one, the, my favorite is the one teacher who steals the pot. <laughs> it's like, give me that. And then takes the dude's chips. He says, like, I'm going to confiscate and these. that. And I will, I will say, man, watching this movie throughout, I was just like, I miss this time, man. I miss when we could just hang out and be cool with everybody and... and and nobody was fucking offended and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. People called each other shit, but people got over it. And yeah. everyone was, you know, you were friendly or you won't. But it wasn't like, people you, didn't you look said the wrong word the wrong way. So yeah. everything, school has to shut down. Everybody's got to be burned. If you called somebody shit, they just said something shitty right yeah. yeah. Or they didn't give a fuck. But it's just like, man, I really miss Well, now people time. want to be offended because now they get attention. So the problem is you got attention for being offended. Yeah. Back All then right. you got attention for being cool or pretty. Yeah. <laughs> or. Okay. Whatever it is that Verona is. I'm not sure if he's cool or not. He's definitely... He's, he's mysterious, mysterious and mysterious. dangerous. Yes. Because he's not he's like... he's got that smile, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's not like a pretty cool dude. Like, he's not with those guys, but no one's fucking with him. Because evidently, he ate a beak. Not a beak. A duck. Everything but the beak and feet. He did not, though. That's just a vicious rumor. I didn't have one of those guys. But he's not too. dispelling the rumors. He's totally fine with the no, reputation. No, if someone says some shit like that about you, I'd let that shit go. And, like, we see him, he's got a couple, of, like, a, 
he's got like his other buddy mm-hmm. that he was smoking with that like he's got a couple friends from shop class like he doesn't need their approval he's no. got his own thing happening anyway so all right so cameron is stopped in the hallway by michael who is a geek who's been sent to show him around Michael does a clueless style overview, which I wrote that before I saw in the reviews the stuff about it trying to be like clueless. Why are there always fake cowboys in these high schools? I don't movies? know. I have never seen that. All right, so I had people in my high school. I'm from Long Island. We don't have cows. <laughs> there are cows on Long Island. Really? Where? I'm sure there are cows on Long Island. There, there were no cows. There are horses. There were, but there's no cows. There were southerny guys in my high school at PA. Mm-hmm. They they wore boots and yes, stuff. But they didn't wear hats and stuff. And no, they no, didn't have a lasso that yeah. they were playing with. And I guess they were just, we didn't have that. We had yeah. guys that were like into country music and they dressed the part. These, yeah. Like we have the guys that wear camo yeah. and you know they go hunting. Yeah. <laughs> and they listen to their country, but they weren't they like weren't cowboy these, hats. These guys were like, like a Halloween costume. Yeah. Right. <laughs> They're roping Why fucking are they always trash cans? But now in Texas, I bet. And there then is. there was also the Rastos. Yeah, yeah. the white Rastos. We'll see those in a Why moment. are they always white? And it's funny though. You know why? The, I think the young it's... black teenagers in the early '90s was a rap group, and they were all white. Also from Long Island, though. I, okay. <laughs> I think they said colors state of mind. Like, shut up. <laughs> I think because. Somehow, I'm not saying it's actually. This is. I think maybe Hollywood thinks it's funnier if they're white. I get. Yeah, that was a that was a comedy trope that people were doing for a little while. But the white roster. And I do remember a lot of white guys with dreads in the late nineties. Yes. <laughs> well, well, the nineties were a dirty time. Yeah, grunge. And white guys with dreads tended to be dirty. Yeah. Dreads are not by their nature dirty, but white guys with dreads tended to be kind of dirty. Because they didn't understand how dreads work. They just took bedhead to another level. <laughs> well, that, and I don't think they have the, the hair to make that look good. But well, I did They got to add stuff to their hair to get the dread look. No, I've never seen dreads on a black person look disgusting. But dreads on oh, a white person looks gross. <laughs> I've seen both. They do not understand. I've seen uh, ugly dreads on black guys that are like dirty and nasty, but I've also seen very clean dreads on a black yeah. guy. So it's not really, it's not a color thing. It's, are you a hygienic person? But I did appreciate the differences between this scene in Clueless and this scene here, and it's like the setting is different. Yeah, you yeah. Know? we have the Ivy Leaguers, and we have <laughs> like it's a little it's the, the Pacific NBA, Northwest yeah. more than yeah. the Hollywood takeover was fun. The future <laughs> MBAs are over there trying to trade stocks. They're not trade stocks. They're not doing the anything, looking like idiots. And these guys are political, and these guys are, you know. There's always the coffee people. Yeah. Like, why is there always a coffee? But we are in Washington. <laughs> like, yeah, I drank coffee. It was just saying hey, we had I coffee. Drink high sc- or I yeah, did, but there's coffee. When coffee I worked snacks. at McDonald's is when I tried coffee high for the first time. We in didn't high have coffee. Not, not then. Yeah, we didn't I have didn't drink coffee until I was in the Navy. Then we just needed it for life. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have coffee snobs in high school. No. We didn't either. There were any. some kids at my school who like would go to a coffee shop on the way to school, but they weren't coffee snobs. They were just kids who I were feel like the nineties were the beginning of the coffee culture, though. <laughs> yeah, I feel like coffee was just something yeah. grown-ups drank yeah. until the late nineties. I remember when yeah. Starbucks probably we are. And they're from, but this is Washington. This is where Starbucks started. Yeah. You go to Starbucks and it's like, yeah, it's eight dollars. Like, oh, we ain't coming back here. Yeah, once cappuccino. It's like Seven Eleven's got coffee too. Mm-hmm. Once cappuccino came over. And, Started, well, we had like, cappuccino already. The floodgates. Yeah, but it was a became a thing. Wow. It wasn't a thing. Because we had cappuccino espresso already, but not Starbucks. Co- coffee culture yeah. became a, a yeah. 
countrywide phenomenon, which is hard to have a countrywide phenomenon in the United States because we're all so different. Mm-hmm. Right. And who doesn't like coffee? Ooh, me. Yeah, tell me that. Have you been and a you know fan what? of Neither of my tea not, He's British. Oh. You drink tea. You drink tea. Yeah, he's British. He's British. All right. So Cameron is distracted Brit- by a pretty girl. Ish. Ish. Who Michael mm-hmm. says he should forget about. Her name is Bianca Stratford, and she's out of their league. Also, she has an uptight dad and isn't allowed to date. So just... Bob Tyson under. Yeah, he's a raging asshole. Be better. So we cut to Cat's English class and see that Cat is at odds with everyone. There's a dude in the class who antagonizes her. That's well, Joey. Why does the teacher give her? He so comments much shit? on everything she says. She wants I mean, to read something a by a female she, writer. She has a lot of opinions about all the books they read. The teacher is like, "Look, I'm sorry that you don't. You know, you have your Poor rich, rich white, white girl, girl angst." Yeah. <laughs> But could we get some books by black people? <laughs> Which is his class. You'd think he could sneak them in if he wanted. Um, well, he'd have to sneak them in because the syllabus is you written have to, At least now, <laughs> uh, have to get approval from the school to no, read no. anything. But Look, that's now. That's probably Based because on, in the 90s. They have to get <laughs> approval from parents before they Based can introduce Based on the a teachers book. that we've seen in this school, I'm sure he could <laughs> oh, he whatever could. the he fuck could. he wants. He could. And back then, they did that, which is why you need approval now. <laughs> Uh, but Patrick pops in to see what he missed, what and missed? she says the oppressive patriarchal values that dictate our education, and he says, good, and leaves again. And then she gets sent to the office for pissing off the teacher. What I liked about this scene is this is all the same shit that they're bringing up now like it's new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I forgot how much this was a thing in the 90s, but no one really well, we didn't, didn't have, go that far. We didn't have social media for Yeah, to, I think that's it. And it. you know, that's something my sister and I were Twin talking groups. about this week, the, like my niece is in eighth grade, and she's like... I think one of the things about the, you know, is you don't leave any of it. Like everything, mm. everything day, is every so day. immersive all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like mm. when we were growing up, if you called your friend and they didn't answer, you just didn't talk to yeah. them. But <laughs> or if you got into a big fight, if you were on the phone and your dad said get off, then you had to stop talking to them. <laughs> or if you got in a big fight with your friends, like the next day, a lot of times you didn't even remember or who cared. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, and you're on social media, this motherfucker, and fuck you, and it's like a never stop. You can't go back. You yeah. go too far. They're so immersed in everything yeah. all the time. That's gotta be hard for a kid. It's gotta be. God. We were talking about like when dating. we went out, we were just out. Yeah. Like now, your parents can track you. Like we tracked our kids. Yeah. Well, but when I was out, they just be home. And Tony mentioned that with this dad, he was like, "I didn't really think about that, but they don't have cell phones. Yeah. Like he's just trusting them when they leave. Yeah. <laughs> or not. Go to go to prom yeah. with these dudes. I don't know who they are. As far as I know, you've never been on any dates or any parties. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> like really. But we were talking about it specifically with dating and how, like, when I had a little boyfriend in middle school or whatever, it was just we saw each other at school. And we didn't really talk to each other outside of school much. Maybe we talked to each other on the phone on Saturday and yeah. sat together. Maybe. But it's it's different now because they're so immersed in everything all the time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's just weird. Like, a three-month relationship for me is not the same as it is for her with the amount of interaction and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Anyways, it was just a something I never thought about before. I'm glad I'm not growing up now. <laughs> no. No, God no. Well, there's the other side too. What? Like you only could interact with the people that you physically knew, and that's not true. Anymore. I know our daughter had friends yeah. all over the country. We're like, how did you meet them? I met them online. One of my students how? has a girlfriend in Canada, and I'm like, I don't know if that person is real. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and that's 
have a girlfriend in Canada. <laughs> sure you do. Gwen had met friends on the internet, moved to another state, and just that's her life. And we're like, but you don't know these people. What if they're murderers? Like, and she's like, no, it's fine. But that's just how they do it nowadays. Yeah. But one of the, I think one of the reasons why we look at the like but she's the also so, a lot older than that her. outrage and social justice. One of the reasons I think that we look at it differently is because you just had to learn to deal with the people that were in your general vicinity, yeah. mm-hmm. and now you don't have to because if you reach out, you will find someone who thinks exactly like you, That's and true. you don't have to interact with the. You don't have you to learn to interact. In comfort yeah. bubble. Yeah, you don't have to interact <laughs> with the people. You don't have to make friends with the people yeah. that you go to school with because you talk to your friends every night online. And that's why you see these echo chambers grow where you meet people that just say something and you're like, you believe that? And they're like 15 people with them that will kill you. And you're like, <laughs> what is going on? But they don't, their social skills are different. And So what you're saying is back, if these people, these kids in this movie had the internet, they'd have disproven that duck thing. Real quick. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they'd have known he'd have been posting from Milwaukee. They would have known Milwaukee. exactly where he was. Yeah. 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 Well, and plus back then, like, what, what year is this? 99. 99. 99. So Australia was still kind of that weird place. It was Crocodile Dundee is yeah. all you knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was that weird, weird, you and know. And kangaroos. That, was, another, back, was, another that was back when half the time they didn't even put New Zealand on the map. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> People didn't think that was a real place. It was like. New Zealand, never, never land, whatever. <laughs> because they didn't put it on maps. All right. So at the, when yeah. she goes to the office, we see Miss Perky working on her novel. She talks to Kat about trying to be less of a heinous bitch. And Reginald's quivering member. Yep. Yeah, you can't tell a kid they're a heinous oh, bitch. Oh, no. Kat thanks her for her I mean, you excellent guidance. Not if you're a guidance counselor. <laughs> yeah, she's not very good at her job. And let's no. get back to Reginald's quivering member. So but She has tenure, so... Joey, the guy who antagonized Kat in class, sees Bianca and her friend, Chastity. Who's Gabriel Union. And what I'm thinking is, she was one of the Harvey Weinstein girls who came out. Union was? Yeah. So I'm thinking, this is around the time she made it big. So she looks like a child in this. So she had sex with Harvey Weinstein, but she looked like this. Well, we don't she know that she had sex with Harvey Weinstein. She was 20, I think. Yeah, I think she, she said, was one of the oldest ones on the She said she had to have sex with Harvey she Weinstein. She did. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. She was I'm in like, her 20s, though. And I'm thinking, but Yeah, she wow. looks like she's 14. She she plays the part of the sophomore yeah, well. And I'm like, <laughs> this poor girl. Yeah. Well, Julia Stiles. She didn't even get a good part. She should have been Julia Stiles for what she had to do. 17 or 18. But yeah, that's what I thought about when I saw her. I was like, wow. oh, that's rough. I didn't know that. Poor girl. Fucked up. I mean, she landed on a bunch of money. So. I mean. But it's still fucked that's... up. So, okay. So he decides. Did she, did she land on a bunch of money? I think they're suing him, like, a lot. He decides he's going to go after they've gotten any money cat. at this That's point. true, too. That's true, too. And if there's so many, you know, most of that money's going to go to the lawyers anyways. And they're not going to get that much. Well, you know what? Everything always gets easier with lawyers. No, opposite of that. So. And I'm pretty sure that no matter how brave public says it is about all these women that have come out about Harvey Weinstein, I'm sure in Hollywood that is not the perception. I don't know. I'm sure it's not. I will never live in Hollywood. I'm sure that's not the perception. It's not an issue for me. All right. So he decides with his friend that he's going to go after Bianca. Not for money. Just for fun. <coughs> But he will. It's like money I've got. Nail Bianca. But he does like to fuck versions, uh, virgins, yes. apparently. <laughs> He's probably not very good, because why would you want to? Yeah. <laughs> not a good reason. So Cameron sees Joey and asks Michael yeah. about him. He's a model who does regional stuff. Cameron and Michael got a big sock ad coming out. also argue about Bianca, because Michael thinks pursuing her is a waste of time. Plus and that she's vapid. vapid. <laughs> Who uses words like vapid in high school? <laughs> David Shakespeare. 
<laughs> she is vapid. Yeah. I'm not saying that she's not. I'm saying it's not she a word has, that a teenage boy would use as a like, descriptor towards a girl. Let's be real. Bianca has the biggest character arc. Oh, yeah. She does. Yeah. Because she went from um, selfish, like, yeah. conceited person to yeah. kind of a decent human being at the end there. Yeah. She, she, she got well, she, cared. She well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay. So, he, let, let Michael tells Cameron to put her in a spank bank and move on. And Cameron says that... He used He's vapid go and spank bank in the same conversation. Yes. Spank bank something that a boy would say to another. Yeah, I'm just, and he's going to try to become point. her French tutor even though he doesn't speak French. He's like, you speak French? No, but I will. Which in the trivia, he Which is another thing French. a guy would do. Yeah. yeah. I would totally fake it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when leaving school, Bonjour. Joey gives Bianca and Chastity a ride and Kat and her friend think is disgusting. And Michael stalls his motorbike in front of Kat's car and then... She says some heinous shit to him. She doesn't have to be so mean. He's trying. He's trying. He's driving like a tool. Well, he's trying. He doesn't know what he's also, doing, which is why he wants to suck him fucking side. I need to just say, um, watching this movie, when uh, Bianca and Chastity get in his car and they sit, like, on the fucking yeah. Yeah. back yeah. of the and seat. And I'm like, how far are you going? I'm like, that's unsafe. Get down from there. Yeah. And that's how you know she's old. Yeah. But I would be like, how about you sit in the seat, dumbass? Yeah. yeah. Because he was like, watch the leather, but they got their feet on the seat. And they're wearing heels. Weren't they wearing heels? Yes. Yes. Get your goddamn heels <laughs> off my leather. There was a comedian um, that Audra sent me a Instagram reel from. And it's, the guy gets up on a chair and he says, "Let me. I'm going to demonstrate the difference between 40 and 30. And he gets up on the chair and he says, like, all you 30-year-olds, you just jump down. You'll be fine. And all the 40-year-olds are like, oh, my God, that's dangerous. <laughs> You gotta hold the back of the chair. You gotta go down on one knee and you get down. It's true. It's true. Newbie Fox. But this is also when Michael informs Cameron that this shrew is Bianca's sister. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, that's the name of the movie. It yeah. probably wasn't something. And then Michael drives off the side of the parking lot and pretends like it was on purpose. Well, he gets he <laughs> he accidentally drives off the side of the parking lot down a ridiculous hill. And I was like, "Oh my and god, then, <laughs> he just fucking died." <laughs> and then he gets up and he notices the crowd, so then he puts his arms up like an Olympic like in the Olympics when you And they all cheer. Like it was a stunt. <laughs> yeah. And I guarantee you he said shit. Oh, well, he said oh, yeah. he said oh, he, he said my balls pants. when he hit when he hit the ground because he I said, "Oh, my balls." He did shit. Yeah. His pants. He, he can't have. get up. He can't yeah. come back up till they're all gone. Pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't get back up till they're all gone. So then we go to the girl's house and meet their dad, who it delivers babies. Who's a psycho? Mm-hmm. He's he, a gynecologist. He's knee deep in placenta. 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 Which is gross. Elbow deep in placenta. <laughs> He gets upset because Kat got into Sarah Lawrence, and he's like, I'm sorry, I thought we decided you were going to go to school here and stay home. And she's like, uh, you want that? I don't. I want to go to an East Coast, East Coast school. And he's like, that's far away. And she's like, that's... The point. The point. <laughs> Peace and hair grease. Um, Bianca hopes she goes far away, which prompts Kat to bring the attention to how Bianca got home from school today. There's a boy. <laughs> and then he reminds them of the rule. No dating until you graduate. And then they end up with the new rule. Bianca can date when Kat does. But she'll never date. She's a mutant. Their dad thinks it's a smart move because Kat's not going to date. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is, in hindsight, 
dumbass. And it's Bianca foolish, is yes. pissed because now she's being punished because Kat is terrible. Although she wasn't allowed to date anyway, so this is not <laughs> and different. Although really, it is easier. Now she actually has a chance. Let's be real. She's a sophomore. Uh, Kat is a senior, right? Mm-hmm. And Bianca is a sophomore. So within two years of high school, she's already gotten her father to change the rules of dating. So maybe this year she still doesn't get to date, but by the time she's a junior and Kat is gone, she is going to get him to let her date. Yeah. So she's already and made strides. Also be real, something I don't remember noticing the before when I've seen this movie, this is a single father who gets paged all the time and has to go to the hospital. Oh, it's the 90s. He's a they single dad that works for absolutely hard. could both have been dating this whole time oh, and yeah. he just wouldn't know it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a doctor who's elbow deep in placenta. <laughs> yeah, he's gone all the time. Yeah, they could both have had boyfriends for years and he would not necessarily know it. And probably would be the case. <laughs> and you know these girls, I mean... Well, maybe not cat because she didn't give a fuck about anybody but what's her name well and their mom left them so they've obviously got some issues they got mommy issues mommy's uh nutballs for some reason i thought the mom was dead i I did did too too. (laughs) like oh the mom's not dead mom left yeah that was me in labyrinth (laughs) i was like holy shit the mother's just an asshole yeah like Um, okay if you don't work out with the dad fine but at least being your daughter's lives you bitch (laughs) it's usually a sign of tony thought she had a mental problem when a mom leaves the kids it's usually really bad mental illness or she's, well, a, or she's a selfish bitch. I just think it's well, interesting that <laughs> we've done a couple movies now where it's the mother who leaves. I like that. They don't bring that out very often, but it's... Uh, well, he's a single dad. Works her hard. Loves but her daughters. Loves it's not something that Hollywood does very often, and I appreciate it because it's something a little different. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't do that now. I don't know. They might. Them. Really? They would give mom a drug problem or something. Stay oh, home dads are stay home. They just kill her. No, I want I want stay home dads are a thing. To to grow some huevos and have the mom who just left, or, or at least moms re- do just leave, or at least not re- in Hollywood. At least revamp my two dads. Ooh, good one. <laughs> but not Full House again because we've done, we tried that. No, we did that. It was an interesting little thing. It was like oh, the first couple episodes were cute. Oh, yeah, we're done with this. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of done. Carla, too much can be. No, Tony watched all of it. Thanks, Carla. <laughs> it's okay to turn stuff off if it's not good. I so, gotta see how it ends. It was just like that '90s show, or what was it called, the 2000s oh show, or whatever God. the fuck it was. And I'm like, why show. are we yeah. doing this? <laughs> so I was forcing myself to watch How I Met Your Father Ugh. up until yesterday, and, and I'm like, I had already said I, I you can turn this off. The episode, I was. It was. It was not even through the season. It was an episode. They went to go. She sold the picture. They were going to meet the guy that bought it. Yeah. And he was like an uber animal guy. And a woman whose place is here. And I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I can't. I'm like, this no. is just terrible. This is, this I'm is not like watching the... How I Met Your Mother without Barney. Well, well he's going to be in. So, I know. He's going to be in So John's watching it. And I said, and he's saying it say every yeah. second. And I'm like, you can turn this off. He goes, well, I didn't and then know. he says, but they say Barney is going to be in it. And I'm like. You don't have to watch this. Well, so and what and I know then, he's like one of his favorites. And yes, then the crazy but there was misogynist. a laugh track. I'm like, is there oh, a laugh yeah. track in the original? Because I don't remember there being a laugh track. And Lane's like, that's because it was actually funny. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. <laughs> like they're doing bad jokes yeah. that aren't funny, well, there's a, and there's a laugh track, and it's and always the same saying, laugh yeah, track, but, and it's obvious. When finally, there's a laugh track and it's not funny, it's very noticeable. But yeah. finally, the the crazy misogynistic like character show. said a thing that made a lot of sense, and I'm like, that dude's crazy, but he's right. And John's like. I gotta turn it off. I'm like, we're done. <laughs> but that '90s show, which is terrible, yeah. except for like, I guess the first episode's okay. The laugh track is in it, and it is terrible. Like, there's nothing funny. They'll be like, "Well, that's why I went to the store." Ah, and you're like, "That wasn't funny." You're going <laughs> too, right? Ah, 
I'm like, that's not, what are you laughing at? Like, they're just going fucking crazy on every fucking line they say. I'm like, this isn't funny no, at all. what you can do is you can just let the whole season go and then figure out which episode Barney was on and just only watch that one. <laughs> then I wonder what the fucking episode's about. I'm or, just saying. Or... You could just rewatch How I Met Your Mother. It's I think not I'm gonna a go terribly with, I'm deep show. It yes. And it's not like it just builds and builds, really. You know what? I, so just like I had the Robin Shabosky cameo, yeah. she was in it for one scene. Yeah. It was Seriously. like, all right, I did not need to watch all this for her to have the exactly. one scene. Here. I think it just needed to be like Plus, that girl from we Frozen. Send each other, let it go. We send each Nobody. other enough Barney scenes on Instagram, you really don't need to watch them. Nobody <laughs> is twisting your arm, forcing you to watch shows watch just because you're bored. No, I know. Watch something else. go to Instagram, it's me and John. It's Barney, Barney, Barney. <laughs> he turned that off, and that's when we started watching a, the Waco documentary. Dinosaur one, just to break it up. Which Whoa. he wasn't into, I which sucked me in. I'm not gonna lie. We watched all three episodes of the Waco documentary because I was interested. Slow. And by that time, Elaine's in. So I'm like, all right, I guess we'll finish it. Yeah. Like, all right. Did they shoot him? Like I know he died, but I'm not sure how. Oh yeah. Apparently, fire. it was a horrific fire. And, but who set the fire? We don't. I know. think they did. Um, either one's plausible. I, I think that, I think that he, I think that the new, whatever, what were they called? Davidians? Davidians. I think they set the fire. But. I don't know anything about. But I do think. It was 1993. I do think the FBI HRT team escalated the situation way too much. Like, I think that a lot of that was on them. You know what, friends? Listen to our podcast on the Waco crisis. Or just watch that documentary on Netflix. It's only three episodes long. All right. Form your own opinions. Meanwhile, Cameron has secured the French tutor job. And he flips through the test book, cramming as Bianca arrives for the first He's flipping session. pages. I'm like, no one reads like that. That's just bad acting. He's better than this. He asked her to go like, out with him actor. for French food. Uh, Justin Gordon-Levitt. Gordon, Gordon Joseph-Levitt. Him. He's, he's Justin. Cool. No. Justin. Gordon. Justin Gordon-Levitt. Justin Timberlake-Levitt. Joseph. <laughs> Joseph. It's Joseph. <laughs> but he's a good actor, but not Woo! this. Like, okay. you can tell that he wasn't, he hasn't honed his craft yet. Well, he wasn't on 17 seasons of Third Rock from the Sun yet, so I'm sure that gave so. him some chops. Yeah. He wants to go out for French food to practice their pronunciation. He knows she can't date, but if it was for class, he thought maybe there could be an exception. And she and says, she, actually. And she goes really narcissistic here. Thinking he would be okay with this. If her sister dates. And uh, if and he, someone <laughs> convinces, or if somebody will, is willing to take out her sister, then she can date. She doesn't say date him (laughs) she knew what he meant and if anybody says well maybe she didn't know bullshit oh no she knew (laughs) she knew because when he asked her out she was like are you asking me out that's so cute what's your name again and then she called him the wrong name every yeah if a girl calls you the wrong name twice Mm -hmm. the first time you meet her she's not that into you Mm -hmm. so he accepts the mission though because he wants to take her sailing and he wants them she must have beer flavored nipples or something (laughs) Michael helps. He gathers a group of guys who might be perfect for the job, but none of them are willing. So first he finds this group of people and says, anyone be interested in dating Katarina Stratford? And then he interviews them specifically one at a time so they can all yell yeah. mm-hmm. and make things. Like, no, they should have did that. They would have all just left. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or when they, he was gathering them, if they weren't willing, they wouldn't have come. <laughs> The scene and is also like, all these it's dudes. It's a weird, unnecessary scene. And also, all these dudes are jokes. Like you know what I mean? Like she's an attractive girl, yeah. whatever. They'd all and give she's it a shot. A high, you know, she's into herself and stuff like that. 
You're not gonna get this, they're this, afraid this of her. giant dude and this no, dude they that give stinks and all this other stuff. Apparently, even, she kicked some dude in the ball so hard he had to have surgery. Yeah, yeah. um, that's fine. <laughs> Still, I give it a shot. Julie Styles is an attractive girl. Right. I put my bid in. What's she gonna do? Say she'll say, no. she'll say no. If she accosts you, then well, accosts you. Well, we're using big words. I know. <laughs> Michael tells Cameron she to is. forget about the whole thing. They're in science class dissecting a frog. They see Patrick, who gets out his own knife. A butterfly knife. And, uh, and they're like, Cameron's like, I think that's the guy. And Michael's like, no, no, you don't know anything about that dude. He's been to prison. He's a criminal. He sold his own He kidney. sold his own liver. Or he sold his own liver. <laughs> he sold his liver for some speakers. I'm like, mm-hmm. and you dumb shits believe that? I mean, he's a criminal. He's from Australia. But selling your liver? Come on. Cameron's like, no, this is perfect. They approach Patrick in shop class. He doesn't speak to them, and he only acknowledges them to drill a hole through Cameron's French book. Yeah, so he, Cameron walks in with his book bag, puts it down, and carries his French book to him. I mean, he was asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so, think he would have drilled him in the chest. <laughs> I don't think so either. Um, he just wants he, to intimidate him to leave me alone. Yeah, type of thing. he wanted him to not bother him ever again, which is why I mean, he that. probably would have just, just held up the major. drill, and, uh, and they would have just left, because they're kind of... <laughs> yeah, they're betas. Yeah. Like they would have rolled. Yeah. So they Michael really realizes that they need a backer, someone with uh-huh. money who's stupid enough to pay Patrick to date Cat, and they realize Joey is their man. Michael approaches Joey in the cafeteria with the idea that, just like I said, if he pays someone to date Cat, then he can date Bianca. And uh, what's in it for Michael? Joey acknowledges him around the school. You're cool by association, got it. <laughs> and with the best part about this is that actor didn't know how to draw a dick so uh cromwell's there had to show him how to draw a dick on his face (laughs) can you imagine that conversation i don't know how to draw a dick well i need you to draw it on my face (laughs) (laughs) i need to to state that i don't believe that there is a teenage boy that doesn't know how to draw a dick yeah this guy's full of shit I mean, even if you've never drawn a I dick, mean, like, draw was, a dick. What it is that is... That was a very, a very poorly drawn dick. Mm-hmm. Maybe he but, just taught him how to do it quickly for well, the scene. Well, yeah, and what it was is he, he probably drew a dick on the dude like three times, and he says, that looks stupid, and, you know, maybe the kid can't draw at all. So he's like, look, just do this. I you can know. draw a dick. So mm-hmm. Congratulations. I can't draw, and I can draw a dick. That's quite a talent. <laughs> I mean, do you use that for good or evil is the question. <laughs> she just was a little too a little too excited about I can draw a dick. No, I was Guys, just I can draw. I'm just saying that well, everybody can draw a dick and I, know, I, but like, I can I can't draw where the dick. You've time. seen my weird doodles. What's funny? And fine. So ancient Romans used to draw dicks on everything. So when you go to like foreign, I mean it was funny as shit yeah, back then. It's it's funny now too. <laughs> well, I mean, they you know. put dicks on everything. Oh yeah. We, we had people spend the night at our house and we drew dicks on them and sent Have them you ever seen them. a not a picture of a dick, but a drawing of a dick and not laughed? Now? Yes. Probably not. Probably probably now. When this I mean not, like no. you don't want to see an actual dick. You no. just want to see a drawing of a dick. Like I can see myself now being old going, "Oh, that's just mean. Why would you do that?" But when this came out, I probably felt that. Actually, I used to, to actually <laughs> used to have I I did laugh when I saw this dick every day that uh I used to drive out to Newport News and for whatever fucking reason they were advertising the tolls like it was a good idea and everybody mm-hmm. should be behind it. So they had this dude that says, don't, don't, you want, don't you want to be one of the cool guys? And it's this guy and he's all like modely and he has like, uh, what is, what is a, 
this like the, a scarf yeah but it's fuzzy what are those things called a fuzzy scarf like a boa boa he had a boa on and uh he's sitting there like that with his mouth open and somebody drew a dick <laughs> and i'll tell you what i fucking died i sent pictures of that to everybody this i was, didn't get one what the fuck oh, this was like this 12 was years ago when they were debating the tolls yeah and i fucking laughed i'm my sorry ass you off. didn't know tony during his fun dick pic um phase no. <laughs> but it, it, it's hilarious hilarious I'll, I'll, I'll see if i can find that picture i'll find it but it was fucking funny i'm just saying that drawings of dicks are funny pictures of dicks are not funny <laughs> drawings of dicks are funny all right. all right so michael explains that joey now will set everything up with patrick and take care of that and cameron will get to spend more time getting to know bianca joey approaches patrick next to the field where Kat is having soccer practice, and they eventually agree $50 per date up front. After practice, Patrick approaches Kat and asks her out. She blows him off. Cameron and Michael are watching, and they're like, oh, shit, this isn't going to work. <laughs> At home, Bianca tries to get Kat to change her look. People wouldn't know what to think, and Kat's like, I don't care what people think. And she's like, you also don't have to care what people think, and you don't have to do what they want you to do. And she's like, I like being adored. And then they fight about a necklace Bianca's wearing. It it's was a pearls. Her, yeah, and it was their mom's pearls. It's not like she's coming back which, for it. Yeah. Which, which let me think she was dead. Yeah, which probably <laughs> makes you wonder why I always thought she was dead. Yeah. I was like, I never noticed that she was just gone. <laughs> like in Omaha or some shit. I don't yeah. fucking know. But she's been gone for years. So. Yeah, so you've been gone for years and never talked to your daughters. That's fucked up. <laughs> so, sometime later, I don't know when, Patrick leans on Kat's car as she exits a, movie, a music shop. He compliments her car, Vincent's fenders. She blows him off again. She's like, I don't give a shit about my fender. Are you stopping me? Yeah. He's like, no, He's like I was at the laundry van. I saw you. I saw you. And, you know. So she goes to walk, or he goes to walk away. Joey pulls up behind her and parks his car in the road, blocking her in. All right, he deserves this. <laughs> I, I am not I for damaging he, other people's property. I don't know if he deserves this. Yeah, you do. But it's good for If you me. get out and walk away like a douchebag when you know people are trying to leave, you deserve this You're shit. I'm against He's personal not... property damage. Only blocking her in. No, because I know. This because he, he might be trying to buy his man time, though. I don't know if he's just being shitty. No, I think oh, he's no, just, just being, being shitty, shitty to her. Because no, yeah, he hates it's kind her. of a coinky dink. What you, what, what you don't want to do is piss off the girl when you're trying to hit on her. Because well, you ever try to date an angry girl? Yeah. How'd it work out for you? Not well. <laughs> but, uh, but also, I was saying it's probably How'd a good idea. How'd it work out idea. for you? I'll let you know. Oh! oh! Still, in, still in progress. <laughs> You're going to wake up with a dick on you. That looks, that looks great. <laughs> Permanent marker. See, she was, so no. So no, she was just, smart. She would do it in like uh, smart I, comes up now. Wait, you know, Blacklight? Like, <laughs> oh, God. Blacklight dick. That would be bad. Because I mean, we have the markers. <laughs> See, what I pictured in my head was not what Tony meant. Come on, that was a good So day. she packs that was into good. his you car you. You think on that purpose. <laughs> then, and uh, Patrick sees it and thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, but Joey is pissed. And she's like, whoops. <laughs> Her dad gets mad. Well, like your dad would, because guess who has to pay for that? He's like, PMS is not covered under our insurance. And she's like, tell him I had a seizure. <laughs> that is some That's illegal. entitled <laughs> yeah. white girl shit right That's there. That's some rich white girl elitist right there. Oh, it's not my fault. 
I've had a seizure. Tell him this. Like, no, how about you're going to have to pay for that? Mm-hmm. Her dad's like, are you punishing me because I don't want you to go to Sarah Lawrence? And she's like, are you punishing me because mom left? Wow. Uh. Way to turn it around and not take responsibility for your own actions. Mm-hmm. You shrew. So he gets paid and he says they'll continue this discussion later. Bianca comes downstairs and calls her a psycho for messing up Joey's car. Well, she is. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> but he did kind of deserve it. It was got a dick move. Dick move banner in the back. I mean, what do you... I mean, I guess you could call the cops and have his car towed. <laughs> he was in a street. No, you just grab the motherfucker and go, dude, I'm pulling out. Can you leave? your car yeah. in yeah. the street. You can take my spot. I'm pulling out. Yeah. But the spot right next to her was open. He did it on purpose. But it'll only be a minute. Like, all right, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still... Okay. I still... She's drawing dicks. <laughs> I still... I still subscribe that he might be trying to buy his man a few moments. That well, he's also, never occurred to me. He's I'm also a narcissistic asshole. Never. No, he, no. He, I mean, that's his turn. I think he was just being... I, I don't even think he saw a Verona. I think he was just being a jerk. <laughs> I think he saw her car and he was just blocking her. He's in being a bit cunty. Ooh. If you say a British accent, it's okay. Oh, okay. So Joey confronts Patrick. Nice day. When he shells out 50 bucks, he expects results. And watching Cat mess up his car does not count as a date. Yeah. And he ups his price, 100 bucks in advance. Cameron and Michael go to talk to Patrick again in shop class. They're going to do yeah, some what, research. What was he doing, like 20 bucks or something? It was 50. No, it was 50. Mm-hmm. no I mean originally. Originally, originally he, he said wanted 20. to do 20. 20 yeah. Then he, he talks said 30, and he said, yeah. no, it's going to be 50. Because yeah. that doesn't even cover a date. Yeah. <laughs> even in the even in 99, yeah. So now He says, it's movie's 100. what, 15 bucks? I'm like, and then popcorn's she, 30, and then she's going to want raisinets or something. Yeah. But either way, yeah, you're not paying me $20 for fucking, that's not even worth my time. Right. Mm-hmm. So they approach Patrick in shop class again. They're going to do some research to help him get Kat. Cameron wants to date Bianca. Patrick doesn't understand all this fuss over Bianca, but he'll take the help. He can use I mean, it. you like who you like. I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Michael suggests Bowie, Bogey Lowenstein's party on Friday as a good date opportunity. Because Bogey Lowenstein kicked out Michael from his little group. Yeah. He needs some payback. So this is the perfect time. Oh, my God. This is some payback. Yeah. So, <laughs> I've been to a bunch of parties and none no. of them were like this. No. Holy shit. But then we've never been to super, super, super rich kid parties. True. So, so Bogey Lowenstein kinda. has been so, planning. Uh, my mother married someone from the North End okay. of Long Island, where is all the rich people are. Right. So during my mother got married and she went on her honeymoon. So me and my sister and my new stepbrothers all had a party at their house. Right. And there was rich kids there. Mm-hmm. And at one point, one of them got thrown in the pool. And he... You know, everybody was fine with it, but then he started laying out hundred dollars and fifty dollar bills on the deck to dry. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> I was like, no one takes those. I'm going to. Yeah. And they're like, you don't do that. I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> that's like five hundred bucks right there. I'm like, yeah, I never. And that's just what rich people did, and I'm like, like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was dumbfounded myself. <laughs> and all of these rich kids were like, "What? This is normal. That's what you do when your money's wet." I'm like. What money? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I got 16 bucks. Yeah, the quarters and my nickels are all in mine. My It'll dry eventually. <laughs> but this kid's like, just put it down like it was fine. I'm like, I'm taking that money before the night's over. I'm not putting my money out to dry. I'll take it home wet. It's fabric. It'll dry later. That's Me because too. you don't have money. See, this kid's always had money, and he didn't give a shit. He probably wouldn't have cared if I took that money. He would have cared. I don't know. Also, so, his name was Jordan. Okay. I didn't take the money, by the way. 
I, I thought you're about a stand-up it. dude. I was of a stand-up dude, and my my new stepbrother was you're, like, "Now nah, we don't do that." Your personal integrity would not have allowed it. Yeah, well, I was younger back then. I would have allowed it. <laughs> 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 I was just trying to. <laughs> but my new my new brothers were like, "Yeah, we don't do that," and I was like, "Oh," and then it was like beer pong. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Bogey Lowenstein is planning a wine and cheese party for the future <laughs> NBA. I call bullshit on that. I don't. I don't see this. And. uh <laughs> And so what Michael has done is taken the invitations and changed them to say free beer, don't RSVP, come one, Just come show all up. kind of a thing. And I'm sorry, if I go to a party where they advertise free beer and there's no free beer, I'm They upset. brought the kegs with them. Yeah, they brought There beer. was no free beer. When the all of the people commence on you this see party. see carrying the, the yeah. kegs. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that would make sense is that Michael bought the beer and arrange for it to be there so everybody would not just leave. Yeah, maybe. But you see the kids carrying the kegs in. Maybe he paid those kids to go get the beer or something. I don't know. The only thing that would make sense is that they bought the beer. The only thing that makes sense is that this is a movie. (laughs) That's true. All right. So, Joey (laughs) asked for Bianca's opinion about some of his headshots. We see her start to realize that he's kind of dumb. But she's starting to him. (laughs) She's, She's starting to be like, what? But she's still into she, it. She realized that he's just a face. Mm-hmm. She, but he's a pretty face, and she still likes it. <laughs> she became infatuated with the face. She starts to see that he has the personality of my pet rock. So Cameron talks to Bianca. They need intel on Kat, so they go search her room. Cameron <laughs> learns that Kat won't date a smoker, that she likes pretty guys, what kind of music she likes, what she's reading, some of her upcoming plans... Also that she has black underpants, which Bianca claims means she wants someone to see them when she goes to have sex with them. And she's like, you don't buy black lingerie if you don't want somebody to see it. And I'm like... (laughs) I pretty much buy almost exclusively black underpants at this point. If you're wearing black pants, you should wear black underpants. (laughs) I have... My my underwear really only comes in two colors. Nude... Or black. Yes, you're also not wearing underwear thinking it would help you have sex. No. <laughs> but I don't think I ever... No, I'm just not a person that does that. I think there was... Once there you're was older, def- you don't... Cause there was definitely like... sex underwear for girls. Yes, that's your not sex underwear. Was no, it I know. I know. I'm, but your sex underwear saying, wasn't I've... necessarily black. It was the cute underwear that matched the cute bra. Yes. Yeah, but let me explain something to you. No guy ever, ever... Has been like, oh, she's wearing the wrong underwear. I'm not going to have sex no, with her. No. Never happened. I know that That's decision whether or not either. you're going to have sex with this girl has happened long before you see yeah, her underwear. I was going to say, but you definitely have, you know, taken the pants down and go, oh. <laughs> but normally, <laughs> this, this if you're buying, yeah. you don't go, oh my god, your 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 underwear and your bra don't match. No, We're done. But, but you do know. <laughs> Let me law and walk out. Never happened. You do know ahead of time whether I wanted to have sex with you when That's, I left the house. Yeah, but at that point, it's irrelevant. We were. It's on. But I know, but you can tell by my underwear whether I was planning on having sex that day or not. You know what? As a matter of fact, I prefer if they weren't there. I was going to have sex with you underwear. That means I talked you into it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> anyway. It means I was J.B. Smooth. I, J.B. Smooth. I think as a person who was in high school in 1999, if I was going to wear underpants because I wanted somebody to see them, it was going to be a matching set. and It was going to be cute. It wasn't just going to be regular standard black underpants. I, I think nine but, times out of ten it was going to be red. <laughs> red was a big... That was like the like sexy color. <laughs> it's the power of love. It's a curious thing. So, I've heard that. Makes if, you, if, you were, if you thought you were going to get laid for the first time, it might have been something 
it might have been white or like a light pink or like a pastel because you wanted to be like pure. <laughs> girls think, girls spend a lot of time thinking about their first time, or they used to anyways. Apparently, they might. They still. might not now. I don't. They know might what, still. You I don't, don't know. know what the TikTok generation does. They're very, they're way more open about sex than they than we were. That's true. All right, so they go and share this info with Patrick at a biker bar where he hangs out. Where he's a teenager in high school drinking beer and smoking cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> like, this ain't Australia. This ain't a belong to mix. You can't be doing that. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I don't care if you're friends with Chip Chip from the Aboriginal tribes or right. something. You can't be drinking and smoking. And well, he's dangerous. So, yeah. Well, he's a mad, bad, and dangerous to know. Byron? Yeah, Lord Byron. Lord Byron? Yeah, thank you. Um, while we all had alcohol and cigarettes in high school, we weren't in bars doing it. No. <laughs> so, the only place this works is in the movies. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> at the time, you know... Unless he it, has some... This wasn't like the 70s. Because maybe in the 70s where the drinking age was 18, you can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. But this Before was definitely where 21. Somebody would come along yeah. and take your license. And we can accept that he's a senior who maybe missed school for a year, so he's 19. Well, he says he 18. missed school for a year because he but, stayed with his grandfather. Yeah. Was dying. So we'll say he's at but best still, 19. He's still not 21. He's still yeah. not 21. All right, so they suggest he go to Club Skunk tomorrow night because Kat will be there. Her favorite brand, blah, 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 band is playing, and they know she has tickets. He's like, he's like I, I can't go to Club Skunk. Cannot. No, he so, can't. He can't be I, seen there. Well, that's not exactly what he says. He's he says I can't be seen there that night. But they obviously know him when he goes there. So he goes there enough that the bartender knows him and asks him why he doing just that, yeah. doesn't go when the girl bands are playing. Yeah, bars had different nights for stuff. And this scene reminded Tony of his sister. <laughs> yeah, she did. When remember. he goes to because go that's skunk? what he does. No, the next but... scene is him in his leather pants. Going to club. You wear leather pants? Concert. Oh, I hope not. Did you have, you know, because you could put paste pants on. <laughs> I didn't do if all you, that. But, when they uh, get really no, hot. Her, her attitude in this whole place, I was like, wow, that's that's really my sister right And now. some of the bands he mentions, yeah, he's, he's like, bands, my sister really listens likes, to those yeah. bands. They're real bands that my sister liked. Bikini Kill and <laughs> some of them. But he does see Cat dancing, and then he goes to the bar. He knows the bartender. And then she comes over to buy water, and she's like, look, if you're just going to ask me out again, do it now. Let's get it over with. And he's like, excuse me, you're ruining this for me. And he tries to blow her off. Which was a power move. Good for you. (laughs) That's good. And she's like, you don't have your usual cloud of smoke. And he's like, I quit. And then he references some of the bands and compares it to the one that's playing. and, And she follows him now. And he's... He's like, I saw you dancing. I've never seen you look so sexy. But of course, the music ends right when he says yeah. sexy. But he doesn't care. Like most people get embarrassed. He's like, yep. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to say it, what do you give a shit? You yeah. know? Everybody laughs. He's like, yes, I'm trying to see this girl naked. We're going to have coitus. <laughs> he invites her to Bogey's party. She doesn't say yes, but she doesn't say no. And he's like, I'll see you at 930. He said, maybe. <laughs> Could yeah, you I'm imagine... Bad. Going to a party at 9.30 p.m.? No. <laughs> Back then? Sounds like Back hell. then, yes. Back yeah, then, I now, used to go that to parties like at 11.30. Yeah, I'll say, now it would be only if we were going to do something, like, real quick and then leave in an hour. <laughs> and I'm going to be yawning the whole time. Yeah. Sometimes I think about that shit. I'll be like, 
Yeah, we all got together. We got drunk and hung out, you know, like around 7, 8, and hung out till 4 in the morning. And I was like, God, how many times did we do that? And why? <laughs> what the fuck could we possibly have to talk about for 7 hours? Well, remember your bachelor gathering. Yeah, but that, that yeah, was... But we were till 1 o'clock yeah, in the but, morning. Yeah, but first of all, that's amateur. And then second off, <laughs> that's, that's uh, they, a lot of these people hadn't seen each other in a long time. Like, that was, one o'clock was when we would start talking, you know? No, that was when we noticed, oh my shit, it's one o'clock you in the morning. You still talk about that same amount of stuff. You just do over 12 different text exchanges for yeah. hours and hours a day. That's true, that's true. You're right there. <laughs> Before, but back then, too much about, you uh, couldn't see US them agent. and talk to them during the day about U.S. agent. So you would get together <laughs> on Friday, you would drink, and you would talk about U.S. agent. That's true. She's got it. It cracked that's the true. code. She did. <laughs> So, you think Vic's gonna listen to this? No. John says to me, "You should tell Vic he looks like U.S. Agent S." So I'm not gonna say that he looks like the Crypt Keeper, <laughs> and he didn't hear me. So he's like, "What'd you say?" I'm like, "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> he does not look like the Crypt Keeper. Just, but I was being funny. That's and not he, funny. That's mean. Why are you so mean to him? Elaine thinks she's being funny, but she's just mean to him. Elaine is funny, <laughs> and he didn't hear me, so it wasn't mean. No, it was just for your she's ears. Mean to me all the time. <laughs> Did you say I'm mean to you all No, the not time? mean to him. He says to me, she's mean to me. It was a Freudian me. slip. <laughs> Play back the tape. <laughs> so we don't Bianca have the tape. We have the recording, though. And Chastity tried to sneak out to go to the party, but her dad's like, you should have gone through the window. Cat comes downstairs, and eventually Bianca convinces her to go to the party so that she can go. And then her dad is like, nope. you're going to have to wear the belly. <laughs> no, God. Nope. What what kind of yeah. sick fathers like put on the belly? I actually appreciate this. I think this. I like, actually I want think you to understand good. the consequences of. How I think that. that this is good parenting. <laughs> so we had one of these in health class, uh-huh. and everybody had to put it on. Oh, yeah, I've never seen one of these yeah. in person. Because at first it was only the girls, and the girls were like, "Well, I don't the guys have to do it." And it's like, duh. I, but then they made the guys wear it too, and they're like, "All right." Man, well, I actually <laughs> think it's funny, and I think this is good parenting. You know what? I just want you to know. The consequences of because. But what kind of sick father has one of these at the house? Come here, put this well, on. He's, he's a, an OBGYN. Yeah. <laughs> he's OB1 Kenobi. And he probably brought it home so that his daughters had to wear the belly. You can tell this is not the first time he's made these girls put on this belly. Because he says he's going to wear the belly. She goes, oh no, not again. It puts her arms out. And no he's shit. Like, he's like, not all night. Just <laughs> for five minutes. He had to wear it to the party. <laughs> Which means he's done that before. Makes her weird out of the house. You know, but if you really want someone to understand the consequences of their actions, making them wear that belly for like six hours straight, like five oh, minutes really is not going to make you. Five minutes is really not going to make you understand how terrible this is. But wear that for six hours straight and make you do like laundry and go to the grocery store. <laughs> Pee. Oh. I'm just saying, try to put your shoes on. <laughs> Try to put your shoes on. I helped you put with your that shoes belly. on when you were pregnant. I know, because you're wonderful. I'm just saying that, but if he, but then they would know the consequences. I don't think this is bad parenting. Oh, it's yeah, bad parenting to tell his daughter that she can't ever date because that sends the wrong message. Right, we should but get one of these for Will. It's not realistic. He's already, you know, for his daughter. Uh, well, I think we got She's a few a years. <laughs> Well, we'll save up for it now. We'll have one ready. I only, I don't know if I'll be alive when his daughter turns sixteen. <laughs> I hope you're alive. I hope I'm alive. Aren't when you immortal? His great, 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 great granddaughter turns sixteen. <laughs> but we'll see. I mean, so far you're immortal. So far, 
So keep, keep on trying. Patrick arrives and sees Bianca with the belly on, and well, Cat's like, like what, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I said nine thirty. And she's like, "Whatever, I'm driving." <laughs> and he's like, "Who knocked up your sister?" <laughs> and the look Bianca gives him is so disgusting. I love it. Michael and Cameron get ready for the party as well. <laughs> My favorite tertiary object is in this scene. Oh, okay. Well, it's that's so all bonkers. I'm going to say about it's it. It's so bonkers. <laughs> People arrive at the Lowenstein estate, because that's what I'm calling yeah. it. That is yep. a fucking estate. Yeah. And mass. Like, everybody arrives at, at the, the same, same time. time. <laughs> what is with these high school party movies where everybody shows up at once? If you fit more than 17 cars in your driveway, it's kind of an estate. <laughs> We don't like, even really see very many cars. We just see all these kids all just with walking. kids walking up. <laughs> so where did they walk from? The door. You see Bogey. Bogey must have a hell of a driveway. You see Bogey. He's in his house. He's got his his crew around him. He's handing out cigars. Yep. And somebody he thinks somebody's arrived with the Brie. And he's talking about that must be Nigel with the Brie. And you can see Nigel, Nigel gets pushed out of the way. He's got Brie <laughs> out of the way. Not even covered in foil. I mean, it's just a... Come on, Nigel. That's not how you carry the Brie. No. It's just That's a, a giant yeah. Come on, wedge Nigel. of Brie you on a plate. At least some crackers or something. And they push him out of the way. <laughs> Really this funny. was before charcuterie became a big deal. <laughs> there would have been charcuterie it's at funny this party. <laughs> the funny thing is, is everyone at this table would like to go to Bogey Lowenstein's oh, original yeah. wine and cheese. Minus, oh, yeah. minus the cigars, but yes. Yeah. See, when wine I was in high school, they had cigars, day. but we took them out and put weed in them. What? <laughs> I still do that. Because <laughs> oh, every time I go to a store, somebody's buying cigars, I'm like... You're buying a cigar. The only time, when you go to like a real cigar store, when you've been like 50 bucks on a cigar, those are being smoked. Yeah. When you go to 7-Eleven, like, yeah, let me get one of those. Let me get like, black yeah. and mild and uh, whatever. Well, black and mild, they smoke. I love but the it's always like black and mild. It's always like a 50 cent cigar. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no one smokes those. Those are shit. Mm-hmm. Philly Blunts. Remember Philly Blunts? I used to smoke black and milds. <laughs> well, black and milds have a nice smooth flavor to them. And They're I black and mild. hated the smell of my friend's cigarettes. <laughs> but no one smoked This was really in the much. 90s. People were smoking cloves. Yeah, mm-hmm. really cloves. <laughs> Clove Ugh. cigarettes. That was all the rage. All right. Now it's so, vaping. That's so much cooler. Michael tries to <laughs> mingle at the party. It's probably better than smoking clove cigarettes. I believe uh-huh, that. Because that's metal. I've in seen your lungs. lungs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Someone's been watching YouTube videos. <laughs> I feel like. The rumor of clove cigarettes was they made your lungs bleed. Yeah. No, I think that's something people would pick up on. I don't know if they bleeding? did or not. Yeah. I don't know if they did or not, but I feel like no, that it didn't was, people would be like, smoking cloves is no, worse than nicotine because no, it makes your lungs bleed. There is nothing you can smoke that's, that's not you? bad for you somewhat. It's just different degrees, you know? Right. Cloves didn't make your lungs bleed because that would be major news. Yeah. That company would I, get I'm, sued. I feel like that was the rumor, though. It was probably yeah, the rumor. It there was lots was. of rumors. Like, lots of dumb rumors. Because <laughs> they had this thing. We didn't have Google back then. So if someone said something, you could never it's call them like out. The you like, can't check just like wrong. The kid, the kid that sold acid that accidentally taped a bunch to his... Back or stomach or something, or some shit, and, and then when he orange. ran, he sweated and he took it all at one time. There's always stupid fucking high school stories you hear about. Everybody had heard the same stupid thing about yeah. you took too much acid and you turned into an orange or whatever. Yeah, I'm like whatever. No one knows that guy. Everyone's like, "Well, I know a guy." I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah, I've heard that story. You're from the side of the goddamn country. Yeah. All right. I remember smoking clove cigarettes and thinking that was so cool. <laughs> Most people did because they were different than regular cigarettes, so you were different. They smelled better because you were being different than everybody else. 
I was really cool. Yes, you were. You were so cool. All right, well, no, you were too good to cool? be true. Michael, not cool. No. <laughs> People are ignoring. Who, I'm him. sorry. This motherfucker wore a suit to a high school party. <laughs> he didn't wear a tie, and he buttoned his jacket. Um, he wore a fucking suit to a high school party. You don't do that. No, well, Barney didn't wear a goddamn suit to his high school parties. Well, because he didn't pick up suits till later. His girlfriend <laughs> broke his heart. Yeah. Alright, Joey antagonizes Kat, <laughs> who's like, <laughs> stay away from Bianca, and he's like, I'll <laughs> stay away from Bianca, please. but I don't think she's going to stay away from me. And then there's a fight that ends up going through the French doors. And Bogey says, please guys, take it outside, and they go <laughs> through his French doors. Like it's an old west. Mm -hmm. says, Thank you. <laughs> or Bogey, when his parents come home. Yeah. Mm. I feel like he has enough money to get that fixed. Bogey has money or his parents have money? I feel like he... he I feel like these kids have money. enough money. It's going to be a weird science moment where all of a sudden things just get fixed as the parents have <laughs> <laughs> Missile goes back into the ground. Bianca finds Joey and Kat tries to talk to her. She's not hearing it and she's like, just let me enjoy myself and why don't you enjoy yourself too? And Kat gets trashed. Isn't that what you do at these parties? Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden Biggie Smalls comes on. Mm -hmm. That's her jam. But Cameron finds Bianca and she blows him off for Joey. Oh, she what? She blows him off. Off, okay. And then he realizes she that she doesn't want to date him. <laughs> she really mashed his meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's using him the same way they're using Joey. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, aha. So what we got here is some double crosses. Mm -hmm. She's like a triple But H then Bianca, she gets, to, she gets to spend some quality time with Joey and realizes... He's very vapid, and I don't care how good looking he is. I'm not interested in this man anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. Hey, so, that's very grown up of her. Usually, you're like, "Fuck it, I'll just power through this." But she did. You don't realize it. you don't like her until after you know you're too far, and it's like, "God, I can't stand her." She wants to leave the party. I mean, not you. Well, you look at. Why are you making so much intense eye contact with me while you say that? Because you're sitting across from me, and if I couldn't stand you by now, <laughs> you're too deep. <laughs> if you don't know you by now. You will, will never, 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 ever, 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 ever know me. Okay. No, you won't. Patrick tries to get Kat to stop drinking. Joey pats Patrick on the back. How do you get Kat to act like a human? And that's when she dances on the table. Oh. <laughs> oh. This song is yeah, She actually dances pretty good. Usually well, it's, it's she really was bad. in the movie Save the Last Dance. Oh, that wasn't until 2001. No, but she obviously had dance experience. But she really can... But I'm just saying, usually it's just really bad white girl dancing, but throughout the movie, she does She's really good dancing. Chad goes, do you thing. think she looks back at herself and goes, wow, I could really do this. <laughs> I would have. If you could look at me when I was in my, I don't know, what was she, 20 when this came out? She was 18. 18. Wow, when I was really? 18, look at me go. Can you imagine being in a movie like this at 18? No. That's so crazy. Heath Ledger was 20. I looked at all their ages. Um, her Cat's friend, the one that's obsessed with Shakespeare, was the mm -hmm. oldest one. She was so like 27 black, black or something. Black-haired girl? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was cute. And Gabrielle Union was the Mandala. second oldest one. Her name. But most of them Gabrielle were between 18 and 22. No, Gabrielle Union was the second oldest. Oh, second oldest. She was like 25 and the other chick was 27 or something. Even older than Larry Miller? I met of the students. I know, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> she was 25? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. She looked like Not a baby. exactly, but I remember she was mid 20s. Yeah. Was and this Kat's before This was 20s. before uh Bring It On, right? I think so. Cuz she I feel like she looked older or less like a baby. She didn't look older, but she looked less like a baby in Bring It On. So now I have to look. All right. Um so Cat hits her head while she's dancing on the table. She falls. She can't seem to keep herself upright. She wants to take a nap. 
Patrick takes care of her. Cameron interrupts him, even though he's clearly in the middle of something that's more important than your temper tantrum, Cameron. <laughs> bring it on again is in she, 2000. She's fault. Bring it on again is in 2000. No, bring it on was in okay. 2000. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Cameron's like, it's off. Bianca doesn't want me. And, um, and he's like, who cares? If you like her, just go for it. You're better than Joey. I know. It's one, of those, <laughs> it's one of those things that when you watch this kind of shit, it just frustrates you because you're like, dude, none of this matters. But when you're in the, when you're in it, it matters so much. You're like, dude, ask every fucking chick out. Who cares? That's right. It's 100% of shots you don't take. Yeah, but now, 100 girls in this party. If 99 say no, that girl's. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but then now. You're, That's success, you're baby. Like, Who gives a shit? But back then you'd be like, oh, no, because it was such a big deal. You know? What if she says no? What if she says yes? <laughs> So Patrick tries to keep Kat awake and talking, and she throws up on his feet. Joey invites Bianca and her friend to Jarrett's, but she can't Dude, go. You want to she doesn't want to go. Uh, but Chastity is like, oh, I can go, and just leaves. <laughs> you know what? On one hand, you're like, wow, you just screwed over your friend. On the other, you weren't really digging him anymore anyway. Yeah. So what's the big deal? Like she takes well, this as I a big betrayal. I don't think it's the betrayal that she's going to go try to get Joey. I think it's more like you left me at this party. <laughs> because that, as a girl who would go to parties with other girls, that's more offensive <laughs> to so me. She's, so she's more... Like you just ditched me. Not for that guy. I don't care about that guy. So she's but mad because her friend now left I'm here by myself. And has no ride home. Yes. Oh, I, never got that. <laughs> I never got that. that and now has no one watching her, so she can't drink. So she asked Cameron to take her home. I would be like, go eat a whole bag of them. Mm. <laughs> like all of them. Patrick drives Cat home, and they talk about how she wants. And he didn't think about Bianca. He didn't make sure they got her home. They did all arrive together. <laughs> No. They talk about how she wants to start a band and how her father wants her to be more like Bianca. And he tells her he doesn't understand why everybody thinks Bianca's so great. She tries to kiss him, but he won't do it. Because she threw up. She... <laughs> That's what I told the lady. He's like, um, she's drunk and, and smells threw like throw up. I wouldn't kiss her either. No. He's like, why don't we do this another time? No. She gets pissed and goes in the house. I'd be like, I'm sorry. Can you smell you? Yeah. You have throw up in your hair. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because he did not. She her definitely. <laughs> he didn't know she was gonna throw up. She definitely has vomit in her hair and on his shoes. Yeah, <laughs> right. That kills. The did mood. you see his face when he looked down? There was vomit <laughs> on his shoes. He's just like. <sighs> I mean, I don't care how much you're into a girl. Let her brush. <laughs> Folks, listen, friends, put it on receipt. Uh oh. If she throws up, make her brush. <laughs> and ladies, if you throw up. Brush. <laughs> at least, at least the tic tac. Really, anyone. A tic tac. <laughs> a piece of gum. I mean, for this point here, yeah. it, it would. But yeah, yeah Carly's just... right. Anybody, <laughs> if you call Ralph on the big wide phone yeah. and before you kiss someone, I see you always keep a little, a little mouthwash in the glove compartment. Right. <laughs> Something. So Cameron drives Bianca home. I wrote Beyonce. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Beyonce home. That's true. Wow. No, back then Beyonce could have been in this movie. She That's wasn't really thinking. That's true. <laughs> Um, and he confronts her about how she never intended to go out with him. He waits till they get there. I just started bitching her on the fucking go. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, how long have you been a bitch? <laughs> like, she would have had a long... We were not going to be dating after this ride home because I'm going fucking kamikaze. I know me, I've done it. <laughs> but he's like, have you always been this selfish? Scorched earth this... <laughs> and yeah. she says, 
Yes. She's like, yes. <laughs> because she, th- she thinks about it, and she's like, you know what? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. she had a great arc. was like, okay, and yep, I'm switching. Yeah. Too much. She had to have a little... No, like, he look. called her on her bullshit, and she, and she, and accepted, she it. accepted it <laughs> as constructive criticism. She took the criticism, and she's like, you know what? You're right. I am a terrible person. And I think tonight taught her a lot, too, that she doesn't like Joey. She just wanted to go out with him because he was popular and hot. Also, that her best friend, not really her friend. (laughs) (laughs) So, he's like, look, you just because you're pretty doesn't mean you can treat people like shit. And he's like, I learned French for you. I did this for you. I did this for you. I really liked you. you. And and she kisses him. (laughs) And then she gets out of the car and leaves. And then what does he do? Like, and I'm back in the game. <laughs> yeah, well, as soon as you kiss, you, I can be yelling, yelling. Yes. And like, eh, we're good. So, so if you scorched Earth, Earth, a girl, and she kissed you, it'd be fine? Yeah. Yes. That's, that's the rule. I know Pete. I mean, as long as she didn't continue to treat you like shit. <laughs> you give her another chance. Yeah, What's it would take, take a week. You're allowed to make, make mistakes, okay? You give her another chance. Just, I, was just, I just wanted to make sure I got all my facts correct. Oh. <sighs> Stop so texting during the podcast. On well, Monday, <laughs> the English teacher kicks Cat out again, but this time it's because she's excited about an assignment and she's asking he, questions because she wants to do it. He reads a sonnet. Well, he raps a sonnet. <laughs> yes, he, he raps thinks, a sonnet. He thinks she's being a smart ass. And then he wants everyone to write well, their own version of this particular to be sonnet. Fair, she probably has been an ass. And she asks one and he question. He does not trust her. Yeah. Do you want a iambic pentameter? And he's like, are you fucking with me? And she's like, no, I'm very excited about this. And he's like... (laughs) He's like, I don't trust... Bitch, get out. Yeah. (laughs) Perkies. Perkies. So Michael talks to Kat's friend, who's obsessed with Shakespeare, about how he has a friend that likes her friends. I also remember her having a bigger role in this movie. I do, too. And she wasn't in this very much (laughs) at all. Maybe there's another version where she got cut out. I think this might be a Disney edit. Because we watch it on Disney Plus, and I think yeah. that I watch it on Amazon, but it was the same ninety-eight minutes. Or I think there. I think this is a. Te- I feel like I, think this I remember is an her edit. being in it more, right? I thought so. I mean, she we, does a show to like the, the end of the movie, but yeah. the theatrical cut. There used to be. They don't do this as much anymore. I don't think, but there used to be a theatrical cut, and then there was like the television yeah. cut, and sometimes the only time you saw the theatrical cut was in the theater. Yeah. There's like this, when John, when baby's father gives Johnny the money. There's this movie. Army of Darkness yeah. has different cuts. There, well, there's this movie called Shag, which has Phoebe oh, Cates in it. She just loves bringing up this book. <laughs> and um, the theatrical cut had a particular, they used particular songs. Mm. And they released it on video. But when they re-released it on DVD, they didn't have the yeah. licensings for those songs. So... The DVD version is completely different songs. And the only place you can find this is on the VHS copy, which no one even has any fucking Apparently, We Hate Movies, We Hate Movies, that thing we listen to, they they have a whole sub show about 90210 and Melrose Place. Oh, we'll look forward to that. Well, I, I mean, I, it's funny. but I like I like Dylan McKay. The funny part of it, though, is they talk... Like about Byron, huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's a cool guy. But uh, what she's talking about, it they talk about it a lot because the DVD or streaming or wherever they're watching it, they don't have the rights to. It was you know happening during all this music, so the nine hundred two one zero played all this music, mm-hmm. and they can't now. So it's all this weird. You're like, that's well, not what they're listening to because the they're d- all dancing like that, and they're like, that's not this song, <laughs> you know. What but I mean? the WWE Network 
has changed a lot of the entrance musics. Really? Because they don't want to pay licensing rights wow. anymore. Wait a minute. Let's rewind for a second. They changed the music in 902 and 0, but that was part of the... the not, yeah, not, but, not the opening, but during the, the show. But the, the, but no, no, no. That no. Is, but, like when, but like if they walk into the Peach Pit or whatever the fuck and they're just hanging the out pop, and they played in sync oh, on the show. Okay. But they, they don't, don't play it anymore. anymore. Now it's just weird B-roll. They changed Which, it. So on the WWE Network, thing. there's this big thing where they changed a bunch of the entrance music because they didn't want to... Really? To If they didn't own the rights to the song, yeah. they didn't want to pay licensing rights every time somebody watched something <laughs> on the network. That's so true. they fucking went back and re-edited it and took all the music out. Like, so The Undertaker used American Badass and they changed it. Wow. So yeah, it's wow. not there anymore. Rock. Yeah. And I think they did that to Hulk Hogan, too. No, I think they probably own Real American. No, I think... Oh, I, Voodoo Child. Voodoo Child. Yeah. 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 They, he doesn't come out to Voodoo Child when he's Hollywood Hogan. He well, comes out probably, to something different. Well, there's also but, probably limits on it. It's like, hey, man, we're going to license Voodoo Child. Cool, man. You get it for five years but, or whatever, ten years. And it was also another company. Like but there 40 was, years later. But I don't... The way that social media is and releasing and streaming and is now, I don't think that happens. Like, but it used to be... There was a theatrical cut and that... That might be it, or yeah. and the different TV stations would cut it different based on what their co- how many commercials yeah. they had. What you're telling me is there's another cut of this movie out I there. I bet there is where um, Cat's friend comes out to real American. Yes, that is what <laughs> I'm sure. telling you, Hondo sure. P. It's so true. And she tears her shirt dun, off. Dun, and then she comes walking out and all the academy and full no academy <laughs> whatever her name is full Shakespearean garb. Yeah. Yes, but all it's the, the red and X. yellow. Right. It's ketchup and mutton. So. Duff. Portet too much. Anyways, so we're trying to figure out, they're trying to figure out why Kat's so mad. I know why Kat's so mad. She opened herself up and then he didn't want to kiss her and she was too drunk to realize it's because she had vomit breath. Yeah. <laughs> and she was drunk. All she remembers she's drunk, that's why she's asleep. She all, she remembers, asleep that <laughs> all she remembers is that she tried to kiss him and he said, no, thank you. Yeah. All that she wants. Is another and baby. Patrick's like, what does it matter on. anyway? The, you said it was off. And they're like, I love me some Mason Bates, baby. Cameron's like, that was before she kissed me. Well, and he goes, time, where? And, he, and, and then the he goes, in the car. And you can see his face. He's like, time? that is not what I thought you were going to say. Life is demanding without understanding. I've heard that. They're like, maybe she just needs a day to cool off. And then she kicks a soccer ball at them. They're like, okay, maybe a couple. Yeah, a little upset. Hates him with the fire of thousand suns. Direct quote. So then like, Kat... Wait a minute, I know that guy. And her friend, yeah. whose name is like Mandela or something. Yeah, like Man- the Mandela effect. Yeah. Are uh, walking and talking, and it turns out her friend actually wants to go to prom, and she just doesn't have a date or anything to wear. And Kat's like, no, but not going to prom is making a statement. And she's like, ooh, something new for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I love that. Like, her friend called around, we're making a statement, ooh. Big deal. Yeah. No one cares. I think that's because they're actually friends. Yeah. Good so. for her. She has a friend's like, look. No one will, no one will remember that you didn't go to prom. But if you go to prom, people might remember you being there. Yeah. You know, in 20 years or whatever, 10 years. Do you remember the like, people that were at your prom? I didn't go to my prom. I don't remember prom at all. I remember I was who I so went with. Up. And I, I remember people instead. I talked to. But I don't remember, like, who Like, there's pictures there. of me at the prom. I don't remember being there. <laughs> I remember who I went with. And I remember what I wore. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's about it, though. Like, I don't remember. But I went to two proms because I switched schools my senior year, and I went to both schools. So, and I went with groups of friends to both. So I remember the people that I was mm-hmm. there with, and I remember who I spoke I to. I mean, I know who I sat with at the table. but Yeah. Anyways, Joey approaches Bianca in gym class where they're doing archery. 
<laughs> rich, rich school. <laughs> All right, look, I didn't go to like a, a really bad school. We had a couple people die. No big deal. From they're, archery? No. <laughs> they're not giving us fucking weapons. No. <laughs> and this is why. Because <laughs> someone's going to get shot. She gets distracted and she shoots, shoots the teacher. Shoots fucking teacher in the ass and doesn't go to jail. And doesn't even go to check on him. Doesn't even yeah. touch him at all. Um, Chastity does. Chastity yeah. goes Chastity's running over. to be kind of a bitch this yeah. whole movie. But she's, she's the only the one. Because I'm like, the rest of these girls are sitting there. The one girl goes that's, to check and she's like, go get help. Yeah. That's because she's the only other known actor in this scene though that's true true. that's true they're just using you could have had an extra everybody run over here (laughs) yeah who cares but he wants to talk to her about prom and she's like look i can't go unless cat goes and he's like i'm gonna make sure cat goes but he doesn't ask her to be his date he's just like i want to talk to you about prom she's like i can't go he's like you'll be able to go and they walks away. But he doesn't ask her, <laughs> and she's just assuming she's not going to get to go anyways. Yeah. And she doesn't want to go with him, so she doesn't feel like she needs to tell him no because she's assuming, well, I'm not going anyway, yeah, so it's it a moot point. Like a cow's opinion? Mm-hmm. So then he, Joey tries to give Patrick $200 to make sure Kat goes to prom. And he's like, no, I'm done with this. And Joey's like, how do you feel about $300? Uh-oh. And he takes it. <laughs> well, they see, they had to dangle the carrot. Otherwise, how is he going to get money to take Kat to prom? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Patrick tails Cat, but she won't talk to him and doesn't want anything to do with him. She's still pissed. He's just kind of gaming the system, getting this guy to pay for him to date his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cameron says, I mean, good on. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's good work. Good work if you can get it, yeah. Cameron's like, look, you embarrassed her, and now you need to embarrass yourself. So we see Patrick give money to a guy in the hallway. I like that Patrick has become friends with them, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're hanging, like, yes, I have this plan, but now they're kind of like buddies. They hang out. They talk. Yeah. And he's not, like, ashamed to be seen with them. He talks no. to them at school. Because people are afraid of him. Yeah. yeah. But I, I like that he is openly talking to Cameron and Michael, and he doesn't seem to care, and that they're now just kind of buddies. Even when he talks to Joey, like, Joey tries to, you know, big game him, and he's like, eat a dick. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you going to do, pretty boy? And he knows he's not going to do anything. So soccer practice is interrupted. By Patrick singing on the intercom. Can't take my eyes off of you. And you've never done that? Accompanied by the marching band. That's which the guy who came out in the band. hallway. Which is but not weird. for this school because it didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> they had archery, but yeah. not a marching band. Priorities. <laughs> but it is the marching band of a nearby school that they actually included in the movie. Which so, is pretty cool. It's quite a show and completely worth the detention that Patrick gets once he's caught by the security guards that look like cops. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, are these the cops? Stands. But you never know with security guards. I mean, this is a rich school. They probably, you know, they have money on off duty. So, Cat helps break him out of detention. Uh, the teacher yeah, who's running is it is really the contrived. her coach. So, she flashes the teacher. Yeah, it's a really contrived whole situation to get him out. Mm-hmm. And then tells him to go out the window instead of out the door. Yeah. Yeah. What? I mean, I get it. You're trying to make it funny in this long and bald thing, but it was, it was a bit much. She's grabbing John his goes, biceps. Oh, my God. John goes. Wrong. All right, so she flashes the teacher, and John goes, that's teenage boobs. Look away. Look away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That teacher goes, teenage boobs. They go paddle, bo- paddle boating and then paintballing. All right. No, they go paintballing. They go paint. They go paint throwing? Painting. All right, so the <laughs> like first of all. Bags. Yeah. John points out when they're paddle boating paint that Patrick, or 
is pedaling way faster than Cat. Yeah, like he's getting, and she's just. But then I said they're doing donuts. Yeah. But then I said, but it's impossible because the paddles are attached. Yeah. So on a paddle boat, you cannot paddle at different speeds. So what the hell? That those paddles were props. That thing was being pulled. Yeah, there's no rudder on that motherfucker. But you cannot. But yeah, pedal at different speeds. Getting, There's yeah. only one speed. And, and you think the director would be like, cut, like can you guys think this forgot? up? It doesn't it matter. Let's just kind of get it somewhere. Get it close. Yeah. Like, because he's going and you're not. Oh, yep, and man. then they go uh, paint ballooning. Paint yeah. ballooning. <laughs> Which, which, balloon fight with which, paint balloons. Balloons. which which I would like do. Yeah, paint that, hurts. If they that had that really around fun. here, I would do that 100%. They wouldn't let you do that now because you can't have balloons because they're not because they kill yeah, the, the yeah. environment or something. Also, but they they had like they bought or they rent, I don't know, these white suits that look yeah. like hazmat suits yeah. that that would yeah. be nice so, so they, you don't mess up your clothes because they just came straight from school. <laughs> yeah. So I've seen hazmat suits look just like that. You put it on once and it's it's good, but after that you throw it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a rich area. They probably do the same thing. Those suits aren't very expensive, mm-hmm. so they probably... So it was but probably very really expensive. Keep the paint? It's like a hundred bucks. Okay, it's it probably like tw- like 15 bucks for the suit, but they charge yeah. you a hundred so they can pay for the paint and the, right. and the balloons. And they get the whole thing, so it was they probably pretty expensive, good, but they're rich, so whatever. So but it, it's very fun. I would do yeah. this. this. Oh, yeah. And then they stop in the middle, take off their glasses and make out for a while, yeah. Yeah. which, I'm sorry... You're gonna get paint in your mouth. I mean, <laughs> he was. But then, he thought about kissing this girl with puke in her mouth. I would much rather kiss a girl with paint in her mouth than puke. But in then, her mouth. but then she hits him with paint, and they keep going. But they had taken their goggles yeah, off, so now they're goggles. gonna get paint in their eyes. Yeah. He threw yeah. his goggles. Boy, to be eighteen. That was probably ad libby stuff. They were fucking with mm. each other. Also, somebody got stuck with some hay. They talk about the rumors about one another that they've heard all their lies except the one about her kicking the dude in the balls. But she says he groped me in the in the line or something, so he mm-hmm. deserved it. I'm like, did he grope you or did he touch you? Because groping is a lot. I mean, <laughs> groping is like a big deal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll never know. But she kicked him in the ding ding. Yeah. She asked him where he was last year, and he doesn't tell her. She wants to know something real about him, something no one else knows. And he says that she doesn't <laughs> like peas. <laughs> and I stand by that as a solid answer. Oh, I love and peas. I don't like peas. And I also love peas because they're so good. And John's like, I don't like peas. I'm like, you hate peas? They're so I like peas. good. Yeah, I like peas. I love, I love peas. peas. They're so good. There you go. We'll have them over, and you guys can all eat peas together. And I'll have peas. Carly so. used to, when Carly used to come over for dinner once a week. That I almost always made peas. Well, you guys can have peas. He's like bitch peas. And I love, I love pizza. And he tells her for that you, you're eating peas. she's sweet and sexy and totally into him. And then he asks her to prom. She's like, no. He's like, come on. Come and to prom she's with like, what's in this for you? And he's like, I just want to go to prom he with said, you. Nothing besides the pleasure of your company. But I'm like, well, that's a lot. She's like, then why are you pushing me? I don't want to go to prom. He should have like, said because I want to go and remember prom with you. He's out. He's not. I'm not, He's not the, saying we could go somewhere else. He specifically wants to go to prom. I'm not the mysterious badass that everybody thinks I am. Maybe I'm a teenage boy and I want to go to prom. Like I, you know what? In 20 years, I want to remember my prom and I want to go with you because you are something special. I want to see you in a dress. I want to dress up. I want to go and have this experience with you. She's because she's just so. too good to be true. 
So she is upset and doesn't seem to believe him. And he gets frustrated and he puts a cigarette in his mouth. And she gets real mad, throws it on the floor, and, and goes, storms him out. that cigarette? <laughs> I know, yeah. He had it in his fucking He's hand. Pulled it out like a fucking magician. Like out of his ear, out of his nose. Like she doesn't like smokers. Okay, cool. So he wouldn't have cigarettes on him. No, yeah. he wouldn't. So he, what? It'd be in his car. He carried this motherfucker <laughs> around until he, she pissed him yeah. off. So she'd be like, ah! <laughs> Because if he was still smoking on the side, she'd be able to tell they were making out in that hay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't smoke that day. She just said something. Yeah. yeah. So Bianca's upset. Cameron hasn't asked her out and asked him why in French during one of their tutoring sessions. But he doesn't understand what she said. He doesn't speak French. <laughs> he doesn't speak Russian. <laughs> William asks Kat's friend to prom by leaving a dress with a note in her locker. Says, please come William S. All right. First of all, put your own fucking name. Yeah. Actually, his name is Michael. I yeah. wrote William, and I yeah, might have no, referred to him as William for the whole rest of the. <laughs> yeah, which his, Michael. his name should have. His name should have been like Bill, yeah. and then he. But he's right. actual William. Time, it would have been funnier if his name was actually William. If they had called him like Bill Smith the whole time, and he wrote William S. There you go. Yeah. Why but no, they made him Michael, and he's Michael like, like Eckerd or something. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Bianca asked her dad to let her go to prom. He's like, nope, if Kat's not going, you're not going. She's like, I just want a night of teenage normalcy. And he's like, what's normal? Those Dawson's River kids? Yeah. And <laughs> she's like, it's not going to be a catastrophe. He's like, oh, I think I know what happens at proms. He's not wrong. And she's like, we'll dance. We'll have fun. We'll, we'll see kiss. our friends. Because kissing does not keep me up to my elbows in placenta. <laughs> but so not wrong. I mean, she's not wrong either. Like, not everybody who goes to prom goes and has sex. Unfortunately. They just don't. Because when Brenda, not Brenda, when Brandon went to prom, he went with Andrea, and they ended up in a room and still didn't have sex. Well, it's because Andrea's kind of a dumb. That's because she was a 47-year-old woman. Well, there's that too. And he was 16. She wasn't that. She was in her 20s, and everybody else was in their late teens or 20s. No, she was 13. I think she was in season one. She was thirty something. She was was like thirty two, man. Yes, she was. I bet it's in the trivia. Cat goes to talk to Bianca. Great, (laughs) and she's like, "Did Joey ever tell you that we went out?" And she's like, "I don't believe that." And she's like, "Actually, we did go out, and I called his ding dong. Had sex just once. Everybody was doing it, so she did it. And then she realized that she wasn't ready to do it. And when she told him that, he dumped her." And that's when she decided she wasn't going to do things just because other people were doing it. So why haven't I heard of this? Because I'll tell you have a small dick. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. ah, that wouldn't have stopped him. Yeah. She's still mad, though. Like, Bianca's shocked, but she's still mad. Because Kat got to go out and experience things. And because Kat refuses to now, she's not allowed. Although Kat does still go out. She go- went to that concert. She does still go places. She does still yeah. do stuff. It's just not with boys. Right. <laughs> so- At the start of filming... Mm-hmm. Shannon Doherty was 19. Okay. Jenny Garth was 18. Tori Spelling was 17. Jason Priestley was 20. Luke Perry was 23. Brian Austin Green was 17. Ian Ziering was 26. And Gabrielle Carteris was 29. See? Oh, okay. 29. You're both like, she's in her 40s. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't think so, say that. Man. That was a joke. <laughs> but she was 26. So she wasn't even that much older than who was it? Luke Perry was 23? Yes. So she wasn't uh, Well, Ian Ziering was 26, so... I'm, I'm sorry. Brian Austin Green was 17. Good for him. The only actual teen. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, there, yeah, yeah but he, he, when you watch it, he's like a little kid. I know. When you yeah. watch it, it's like all the, he was actual age, yeah. and everybody else was just old. Yeah. 
Because you're like, so, what is he, 12? <laughs> you're like, no, actually, he's a teenager. <laughs> These are all adults. Cat <laughs> feels bad and decides to go to prom. Her dad doesn't believe her. She walks downstairs. She's like, oh, I'm going to prom. And he's like, sure. And then... <laughs> he's like, oh, shit, wait a minute. <laughs> and he hears the door click, and he's like, actually, she left. And then Bianca comes down, and he's like, what is that? And she's like, it's a prom dress. Cat went to prom. I'm going to prom. And her dad is like, what? <laughs> you I made the say cool they, dude. They did pretty well for people that just decided to go to prom that night with their hair and their makeup and on their dresses. Mm-hmm. Money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Cameron comes and he like tries to talk to her dad, but Bianca's like, nope, we're leaving, we're leaving. <laughs> uh, once at the prom, Kat apologizes to Patrick for questioning his motives. And Joey arrives to take Bianca to prom and her dad just shuts the door in his face. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have started being like, ooh, this is going to be awkward for you. Have a good night, kid. <laughs> So, Sorry, Joey um, didn't wasn't lonely long. Michael meets up with Kat's friend. Patrick arranged for Kat's favorite band to briefly perform, and everybody's having a great time. Mm-hmm. Until Bianca but, goes to the bathroom. Were you going to say something? And her friend Chastity is in the bathroom, and she's like, "Oh, I know you didn't think you were the only sophomore at the prom. Joey just picked me up." She's like, "What are you doing here?" Because she didn't know that she was going to be there, Mm -hmm. and she's so Chastity is so bitchy and snotty about this. This is very off character for her because she's not an asshole and bitchy the entire movie. Well, she's she's a little bit of an asshole because she leaves Bianca at the party. But the teacher didn't think so. You only came check but on she's not arrow in the like, ass. This is like hateful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This hasn't been hateful. Yeah, this is like yeah. spiteful. I'm coming yeah. after you. <laughs> and she's like, Joey just picked me up. And he only wanted you for one thing. He even had a bet going with his friends. He was going to nail you tonight. And I'm like, what do you think he's going to do with you? Yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. What does every guy at this party like, at this prom think every bad guy's going to do? They're, all, they're like, all trying. Yeah. You I missed like, out. He's now with me. He was going to nail you. I feel like the only I feel like the only reason she knows this is because when her and Joey got to prom, all his friends say, hey, why are you with this chick? I thought you were bringing Bianca. And... Then, uh, and he said, no, I didn't. And they're like, well, I guess you lose the bet. Like, they must have talked about this in front of her. Mm-hmm. It's not like Joey bet- bragged about losing a fucking bet about fucking Bianca. And it's not like That's he true. confided in her. No. no. <laughs> no. I don't know. They might have had a, you but know, it's not a shared he moment. About. <laughs> it's not something he bragged about. So she, the only reason she's being spiteful here because she overheard that, like, because yeah. they were talking around her as if she was furniture. This had to have been how that came across. So now she's all pissed and spiteful about that too. But she's being mean to Bianca when they really should be like, that dude's an asshole. Well, she should have <laughs> said no. You don't call me on prom night at whatever time, eight fifty, yep. and say uh, yeah. I'm coming to pick you up for prom. Yeah. And she was like, I got shit. Let's go. Hey, maybe she was desperate and really needs attention. She is desperate for Joey's trouser snake. Whoa. That's so, what I think. While they dance, size each, huh? Patrick tells Kat that he slinger. was in Milwaukee last year. Bratwurst, if you With his grandfather, who was sick. <laughs> I don't think so. Throbbing memory. He wasn't in jail. He doesn't know Marilyn Manson. He didn't sleep with a Spice Girl that he knows of. None of the rumors are true, and they laugh. Joey comes over and pulls Patrick away to confront him. He's like, I didn't pay you to take out Kat so she could come here with another dude. And the record goes... (laughs) 
just funny because in all of these scenes, you know, when they're shooting it, there's no music. Yeah. <laughs> no, the best part is when they do the bloopers at the end and you can see the yeah. scene with yeah. them. And they're with all just no dancing music. around with no music at all playing. Like, <laughs> yep. like, all right, dance. How? And somebody's, and we were laughing. Some of the people are dancing. Some of the people are getting it. Way more. Like a lot of people music. are just doing the little white boy dance and the little white girl dance. Some of these people in the back are trying to be in like Busta Move and it's Three like, or something. What song are they dancing? No, to? They're doing the routine. There's the yeah. three white guys on stage during when her um, favorite band comes yeah, on, yeah. and they're just yeah. And there's like a couple. They're getting it, and no matter where you see them, they're all just doing yeah, the same. Like they're fucking close going to the front, and then there's another one in the back. They're just fucking dancing. They're like, okay, you what are you wonder listening how, to? What? You gotta wonder if this was the first shit take or if this was take 20 by the time they're oh just God. fucking getting... Sweating it. Because if I had to fake dance for an hour and a half, a I'm just gonna go crazy at this point. Yeah. I'll be like, <laughs> I am just well, gonna also, get downtown. And also probably downtown? you can go, hey, that's that's me because I was dancing my ass off. You can see me right there as opposed uh, to one. Oh, which one? True. It's like when people do stupid laughs on TV shows or comedy shows. So Ron Jeremy does the Ghostbusters. Like, oh, there's me. Out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, of course Kat hears this and she is pissed. She storms out. Well, you would be. Yeah. <laughs> which reminds me real quick before I forget. That I owe you some money. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, when, when they're at the house party. I forget who's talking. It's uh, Robin. It's Michael and Cameron. Michael and Cameron. There's a girl in an orange shirt in the back, and she's just getting it by herself against the wall. <laughs> like, next time you watch it, look for her. Maybe I'll send you the timestamp or whatever. She's just getting it. Like, like there's nobody here. <laughs> but she's like, loving what it. what is she doing? <laughs> even in the bloopers, there's one scene in the bloopers where they show her, and she's still just getting it in the background. She's in the zone. You're like, what are you doing? And she told all of her friends, look, there's yeah, me. Yeah, she's like, that's me. You're like, yep, that is you. Maybe she lost the bag. Maybe. Maybe. Her husband's like, yeah, that's my wife. <laughs> so, just like John said, Patrick ignores Joey, because what's he going to do? Nothing. <laughs> he just kind of walks right past And he goes he after Kat. Yeah. Nowhere. Because he's no, he has no fear. No. Michael sees this and warns Cameron that the shit hath hitteth the faneth. Because <laughs> he's full, he's William now. Yeah. And I'm, he's old Billy Shakespeare. I kind of enjoy cool that him and, Billy Wallace and, this would and end Kat's <laughs> friend are just having a great time. They're yeah. like, you know what, regardless... We're a thing now. He needs yeah. a prophylactic. Oh, sorry. That's the bloopers. No. <laughs> so they go, he, Michael and Cameron go to talk to Joey, who tells Cameron that he messed with the wrong guy, and now he, he and the little bitch are going to pay. Ooh. And Cameron is like, dude, that's enough. Joey punches him, and he goes down. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yes. He should have knew it was coming. When you yeah. stand up in front of a guy but who's then, off, there's going to be a punch then, thrown. But then, Bianca taps on his shoulder. He turns around and she—he doesn't go down, but she decks him. She slams him she right over. She punches bridge. him in the face twice and knees him in the balls. Yeah. yeah. She said, "This is for making my date bleed. This is for my sister." And then knees him in the balls and says, "This is for me." When she hits him the first time, he says, "Bianca, you know I'm shooting a nose spray ad." And then she hits him again, and then the ball. It's such a great scene. And I, I appreciate that he just didn't fall when she punched him because yeah. nowadays if he did that oh, he would have yeah. been knocked out across the room. But, but he took that shot and was like, "Damn it!" And then she just kept getting it. that shot to the balls. Good well stuff. done. And then she just that kind was, of tapped that was him down deserved. to the floor on his by his shoulder, and he just laid on like, the floor. <laughs> he attacked her date, and she's like, "Fuck you, let's roll." Yeah, good for her. Mm-hmm. 
I like this scene. So everybody else just gets up. And she helps Cameron back up. They just start dancing again like nothing happened. Yeah. And uh, like a teen wolf everybody else does too. <laughs> there really it's a isn't Don't anything it. else to be done here. Everybody just leaves Joey on the floor. They're just dancing over top of him. It's not Some like girl he shits can... on his chest. It's <laughs> not like... To be fair, to be fair, it's not like he can get up and hit her back. Nope. And it's prom. We got bigger fish to fry. It's not like some. It's a great prom story. Friday night dance or something. The time Joey got his ass kicked at prom. Yeah, (laughs) that was classic. So outside, Cat and Patrick argue. He tries to tell her he didn't care about the money. He only cared about her. And Bianca comes out in time to see Cat flee from the building. The next day, Kat declines an invitation to go sailing with Cameron and Bianca, who are a little worried and hopefully feeling a little guilty, because <laughs> this whole thing happened yeah. because of Yeah, them. but Bianca didn't know that... Bianca's innocent in this. She had no she idea. She had no she... idea that anybody was getting paid to take her I can see her not liking she Cameron. Knows that, she knows that... They yeah, were they trying a, that they were doing trying to get a date for Cat. And they talked. I'm sure they talked about it and hashed it out. I I, I can see Cat not liking Cameron, and if I was Cameron, I'd stay clear of Cat. Yeah. For, for a while. <laughs> Even though he didn't really like the idea in the first place, but it yeah, is yeah. what they went oh, yeah. with. Right. I can't um. Anyways, um, I mean, after they leave, Cat's dad comes out and asks her about the dance, and is impressed when he hears that what Bianca did. And he also explains that it's hard for him to see her not needing him. And then when she goes to Sarah Lawrence, he's not even going to be able to watch her anymore. And she's like, what do you mean go to Sarah? He's like, well, hopefully you didn't change your mind because I already sent them a check. Big fat check because he's a doctor. (laughs) The doctor. (laughs) So she's all excited. Back at school on Monday, Kat reads her poem aloud. It's about Patrick and how she hates all these things about him. But mostly she hates that she doesn't hate him. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. (laughs) She's crying by the end and leaves after reading it, which they, in the trivia, said was one take. And she wasn't supposed to cry, but they liked it, so they kept it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Could you imagine her doing this without crying now? That's a much better way. I don't know. I usually tear up when she reads it. So, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty tough. Me too. I can't say that I do, but... At the end of the day, when she gets to her car, the guitar she's been wanting is in her driver's seat. And she forgives it. It's a Fender Strat. She Patrick the comes shit up out. and he says... She forgives them all night long. He thought hey. she could use it when she starts her band. Besides, he had some extra cash because some asshole paid him to take out a great girl. What's but funny is they break up, up right now. Because she's going so I know. Lots. I was going <laughs> to yeah. say that. I mean, he might... Move to New York. He might go with her. <laughs> follow a girl to New York to. He might have no. wanted to go to New York anyway. Never chase buses. We don't girl. know anything about his dreams. <laughs> I think Harley Davidson said that. Yeah. All right. We pan out, and her favorite band is playing on the roof. The end. Why? Because the director thought it would be a good shot. It did look cool. And I did read about the. It costs like five hundred thousand dollars a day for or the something. helicopter. And that it now was terrifying it's, because yeah. it's just dive bombing you. <laughs> now it's ten bucks in a drone. Yeah, it's better quality. So oh, that's true. Anyway, what'd you think, Elaine? Oh, oh. I get to go first. Don't steal my line. <laughs> my fit. I told you I'm not stealing your line. I did know the exact scene that his favorite line was in though. Yeah, she's like, not your favorite only did I know my up. favorite line. I was like, what? Oh yeah. I knew his. Um, <laughs> my favorite character is Patrick Verona. Fair Verona, he's fantastic. Which is where Tammy the Shrew takes place. My least favorite character is no, Joey. No, Romeo and Juliet's in Verona. He's awful. My favorite scene is when Patrick serenades her at the soccer practice. 
it's so it's the kind of thing that you it's the kind of public display that you think is so magical and romantic and John asked me if I would enjoy this in real life, and I'm like, no. Elaine <laughs> would be. Elaine would get embarrassed and yeah. run away. I would be so embarrassed. I like physical displays of affection in public and not in public, but I and I think the thing is so romantic, but I would not want everyone staring at me while this is I happening. Think, I think what's, what cinches it is the band. Because when he's sitting there singing, I'm yeah. like, this is embarrassing and kind of terrible. But then the band it makes it funny. But then when the band kicks in, everybody's like, ooh. And I was like, oh, that's what fucking And it's yeah. just this giant set it piece, really and cool. it's so great. My favorite line is the, the poem. Flash were a thing yet. So, I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. I hate your big, dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind. I hate you so much it makes me sick. It even makes me rhyme. I hate it. I hate the way you're always right. I hate it when you lie. I hate it when you make me laugh. Even worse, when you make me cry. I hate it when you're not around. And the fact that you didn't call. But mostly I I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. Not even a little bit of it. It's beautiful. And she does like eye contact him yes, while she, she looks really at him. Yeah. I mean, it's not a secret. We all yeah. know. Um, I mean, he must have been like, and my favorite tertiary object. Stay in character. Okay. So when Michael and Cameron are getting ready for Bowie Lowenstein's Lowen party, is it? Michael takes this eyebrow brush. Oh, no. <laughs> he licks it, combs the one eyebrow. It's like a toothbrush. But it's small. <laughs> it's like slightly smaller than a toothbrush. He licks it, then brushes the one eyebrow, then licks it again and brushes the other. I find this disgusting because now your eyebrows smell like saliva. <laughs> also a good name for a band. Which, smells like saliva? No, just saliva. Oh. Which, unless he was chewing minty fresh gum at the time, his eyebrows smell like saliva. And I just think it's so funny like that he has gum. this elaborate eyebrow. I'm, it's just so funny. It just made me laugh so hard. I was disgusted and hilariously intrigued by his eyebrow routine. So that's my favorite tertiary object. This movie's great. Go watch it. <laughs> it holds up Hondo P. All right. What about you, Tony Fella? No, it's Tony Tone. <laughs> Let's see. I had a couple questions. Why does Heath Ledger look like a wet rat? <laughs> Why is Wayne Manor so smoky? <laughs> when they're at that party, it's like something's on fire because there's smoke. smoking inside nobody's smoking though the entire party because i looked because i was like why is everybody smoking wait nobody's smoking and the smoke's coming is anybody concerned like they brought a smoke machine yeah maybe they did i mean they brought a dj booth <laughs> they did bring a dj yeah and that's pretty much it the rest we went over joe zuzu um i would say that this was the 90s and this was before the curly girl method came out so he has curly hair and he didn't quite know how to take care of it. Yeah, apparently. That's true. <laughs> My favorite character is Patrick. My least favorite character is Kat. She comes, she wins you back over by the end. But in the beginning, I'm like, why does he want to go out this? Well, he doesn't. He doesn't. Annoying bitch. I know, but even when she wins him over, I'm like, still? He's intrigued by her. Uh, my favorite line is, do you mind? Not at all. <laughs> or when... The, when the one guy, the one Rastafarian guy goes, you swayed the rhythm of me art. Or whatever the fuck he says. That was funny shit. Teacher's like, don't even get me started on YouTube. My favorite scene was the song. I assumed everyone was going to pick that. So my other favorite scene is when she shoots that dude in the ass with the arrow. And everybody doesn't care. Uh, my favorite tertiary o- uh, object was... Uh, What's her, what's her sister's name, Kat's name? Bianca. Bianca, Bianca wears these little um, 
butterfly in the middle shirts, and I remember those a lot when I was dating, and those were really hot. I thought back in the day. You could see boobs. Well, they draw guys to boobs, but they're really <laughs> they're really hot back in the day. And but the other you thing, were also like twenty. Yeah. The other thing was, uh, I thought this is what she was going. When they're also getting ready, if you look on the count on their dresser, they have uh, chic condoms. Oh yeah. I don't know if you remember chic condoms. And Centrum vitamins. Oh yeah, and Centrum vitamins. <laughs> yep. So those were that. Um, I did barely remembered seeing this movie before so i was like oh god not another one of these but then by the end of it i was like i fucking love this movie i didn't I, i've forgotten that i really like this movie so much so it's good to be true yeah i think that i couldn't take my eyes off the movie i would be do you have a favorite teen movie from the night from might, the late 90s i'd have to teen rewatch Wolf. a bunch of them but maybe varsity blues i really mm-hmm. like i really like varsity blues but i haven't i've only ever I, seen that once in the theater i think mine is with my friend drive me crazy drive me crazy <laughs> with melissa I, joan hart i, haven't seen I it. like Adrian that one Yay. it's so good bring it on is okay I might oh god it's it's i fucking, can't watch bring it it's on. what's it called Mean is it, Girls. It's Mean Girls. Oh, Tony loves Mean Girls. I love Mean Girls. Wait, yeah, that's true. That I have never seen. I still haven't seen that though. That's no, early two thousands. Okay. I think I might go with Drive Me Crazy. That's really. I haven't good seen movie. that, but I've never, I've seen, never seen, that seen all the way through. I mean, it's a little yeah. bit too much Britney Spears in it for me, but whatever. But what bring, it mean girls? Mm-hmm. bring Bring It On is great. Bring I can't watch Bring It On. Bring it on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it. It's like. I'm just trying to be strong. And nobody who has any cheerleading experience would oh, have yeah. thought that was a good routine. So it's going to be it's varsity, blues, varsity Blues, Bring It On, or Mean Girls. Varsity Blues is pretty good, but that's more of a football movie than a teenage movie. I don't know. Yeah. You want to call some dinosaurs? I liked, what's the one? Billy Jennifer Bob Love Hewitt. Crime Can't Hardly movie. Wait. I liked Can't Hardly Wait. Can't Hardly Wait? Yeah. That one's okay. good too, but good. I think Drive Me Crazy. I just no, I don't, don't like Can't Hardly Wait. Can't Hardly Wait sucked. I just don't like, what's his name? I know you love him. Adrian Grenier? What? The main dude. In in Drive Me Crazy? No, in Can't, Can't Hardly, Hardly Wait. Wait. Oh. I don't um, he's got a weird name that sounds like a G.I. Joe villain. Destro? <laughs> 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 no. I don't really know. I would have to go back and like look at a list. But yeah. I've yeah, always loved this one. And I remember I liked to, him. To uh, Ethan Embry? Yes. Sounds like a corporate villain. Ethan Embry. Yeah. That's a name. All right, John. Like hey, tell us your thoughts. I never saw that either. A lot. He makes guys wear thongs. Date with Tom. Uh, yeah, my favorite character is also Patrick. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character is beginning Bianca and Joe. <laughs> um, my favorite scene, of course, everybody's going to pick the dancing scene, but I'm going to go with Bianca punching Joey, kicking him in the nose. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because, you know, he deserved it. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite line is what is with this girl? She got beer flavored nipples. Because that's just one of the top ten movie lines. John says that all the time. Well, if someone obsesses about a girl like what's with her, she got beer flavored nipples. Which, if you've never seen this movie, that doesn't make sense to you. Really, this dude's been approached by two different guys in two days to go out with this one girl. I know. <laughs> like, she's cute, but damn. I think you wrote on your face. Would be the first time. Would be the first time. Favorite tour shirt. Someone drew a dick on your face. No, no, just no under her be... lip. It wasn't her because it's not amazing. It would uh, be the first time I accidentally got pen out of my face. And my favorite tertiary object, I was going to go with the Centrum Vitamins, but everybody else picked things from that scene because it's just why you get Centrum Vitamins there. Mm-hmm. Anytime so, you have a bunch of shit on a counter, it's cool because it's, it's, such a, it's a time capsule, basically. So I'm going to go with all of the dancing people, specifically the three white guys on stage that are just getting, getting it. Knowing there's no music on stage and they were just dancing not to the song that played. Mm-hmm. So, well, go ahead. 
<laughs> and I will yay this movie. Um, of the teen movies, this one does hold up probably the best because a lot of them don't. It does really hold up well. And it's very relatable. What I like is that all of the actors in this got along really well, which kind of sucks that no one watched it because they should have done more together. Mm-hmm. So there's Breakfast Club. Ooh. But we're talking about the 90s. This 90s. This, this late oh, 90s, yeah. 90s, early 2000s. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah, because if you're going to put it all because time. Because the 80s. Weird science. Yeah, I was say weird because science. Because 80s is a little. Ferris Bueller. That was a little bit oh, of a different genre. Yeah, it was different. It's definitely John Hughes. It's 16 Candles. Fuck off. No. <laughs> I could watch that a thousand times. Why? Because you really like Long Duck Dong? Because Automobile. I just, I just really like that movie. I don't care. And I love the end. Mm. There's. I love the end when they get together and he brings her the birthday cake. I find it hilarious when he pulls her underpants, when he, all the freshmen play a dollar to see her underpants. I like that scene after the party when he's cleaning up and he starts cleaning up the coffee table and then you can see the kids like, sucking He uncovers his one Ted. fucking eye. It's just all fucking funny. Former Ted. I know. I like it all. I'm going to go with, I think I got to go Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. Because I really, really, really want to sing Twist and Shout in a parade. <laughs> but, I mean, like, of the, the 80s. And that's like a life goal. Of the John I would Hughes, love that shit. 80s kind of Actually, genre high school most movies. People would love I'm definitely 16 Candles kind of chick. But um, of the 90s, I think I think Drive Me Crazy is my favorite. Of the right. 90s, Drive Me Crazy. Pie. American Pie. No. That's just no. 1999. No, because that one doesn't hold up. That does not. I no. watched it. It's terrible. Like, it's a year or two terrible. ago, and I'm like, this movie is fucking horrible. It is. And I didn't even try the sequels. No, good. Don't. All right. Oh, I watched all of them. So, they're, they're bad. my favorite character is also Patrick, mm-hmm. because he's just the best. I also right. really you, you like Cat, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, my really... least favorite character, also Joey. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene is Patrick singing in the stadium, because it's the best scene ever. My favorite line... I had two, and neither of you got... None, nobody said in either of them. But yeah. I always have liked the one um, where she says, you can't just buy me a guitar every time you screw up. And he says, yeah, I know. But then, you know, there's always drums, a bass, maybe even one day a tambourine. That's, that's a, good a good one. Line. Like, that's one that I remember from the first time I watched it. My other one was when he says, not a big talker. And she says, depends on the topic. My fenders don't really whip me into a verbal frenzy. I also really <laughs> like... When they're at the party and Michael says, you know, I'm thinking of getting a, a Tristel. <laughs> it's a Toyota. It fucking cacks me up every time. See, that's how you know that they're rich. Because in my high school, I'm thinking of getting a car. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what kind? Whatever's, 800, whatever's $800. <laughs> the one with wheels. I saved up all summer for. And my favorite tertiary object was the school campus. That Tony was like, this place is like fucking Hogwarts. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Especially when they fly out at There's the end. And you're like, Good Lord. They have stone concrete steps at their fucking football field. Yep. That thing is huge. Yeah. And I will also get Honestly, in the very beginning, I thought, does this hold up? Because for the first like 15 to, minutes, I was like, ooh, I don't know. When when and then once it gets going, everyone. though, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I yeah. completely forgot about anything by the end yeah. that bothered me in the beginning. Because it doesn't fuck up. Like, you're waiting for it to be cheesy or, oh, this is not very realistic. But it's 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 good. It moves and, you know, there's no slow shit that's stupid. It's, a lot of times when you watch something that's this old, it's not funny anymore because the things that... You age that out have, of a lot of the jokes. You, you yeah. age out of the jokes or you're like... But Ooh. there's not a lot of potty Ooh. humor there, and or, racist stuff. Yeah, and, you know, no, like it's you know, like the, boobs. 
you know. Like the Kevin Smith movies are like that. Yeah. Like you watch them, they were awesome. And like and some of my, it, uh, and some of it's funny, but a lot of it you're like, oh god, really? I used to think this was funny. Right. And I think it's interesting that you said that it's Lucy's like one of her favorite movies, which mm-hmm. yeah, it, <laughs> that kind of shows that it's still very. Um, accessible for teenagers. Well, because there's, there's, like you were saying, there's there's no drugs, there's no boobs, there's no, like, not any fucking... One of the bad reviews was about how it should have been rated R. Really? No. <laughs> one for, of the nine was a good review, and another one of the nine was about how she took her daughters, and one was 12, and one was 15, and she thinks it should have been rated R. Why? Because they talk about Because sex? they talk about sex, and they drink. There's a song in the 90s <laughs> called, Let's Talk About weed. Sex. What is with the censorship in our country? Right now? <laughs> Let's talk about sex. I don't get it. Meanwhile, I did go to see Varsity Blues with a friend of mine and her mom in the theater. And her dad wouldn't even let them watch PG-13 movies. And her mom I'm, was like, your father better never find out we saw this. Now that well, movie. I mean, <laughs> the whipped cream bikini. Yes. And the strip club. Like, there was much worse yeah. stuff happening. Sure. <laughs> I think I saw that with Elaine. Yeah, thank you. Oh, Varsity Blues? Yeah, I think oh, wow. I saw that. So, anyways, please find us on big, Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And tune in next week. Okay. On the podcast. For Elaine's pick. I'm going to do Aquaman. You don't have to. I'm going to. You can do something good. But I want to do Aquaman. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Aquaman with Vincent Chase? I haven't actually seen that since, <laughs> since it came out. So I haven't seen it since again. it came out either. I'll watch that I'd again. I'd like to see Aquaman. Aquaman? Did you Aquaman. see in the trivia... Do you know what my favorite character is? Amber Heard. Because Tony was like, Did, is this really Heath Ledger singing? And I was like, I don't know, maybe it's in the There's trivia. The guy that says, oh, and they said three <laughs> people have sung it and oh, then gone on to become yeah, Batman yeah. villains. No. <laughs> I did not... It was Michelle Pfeiffer. It was him. And who was the other one? Frankie Valley. No. no that sang this song Batman in a movie and then became this. Batman villains. It's just a weird Walken. coincidence. Oh. <laughs> it was a weird coincidence. Also, I did see that um, they t- that the other possible people for this role was Josh Hartnett and uh, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher would have been weird. Josh Hartnett would have been just basically the same type. Yeah, Josh Hart- I don't think Josh could have done it. But I think I think, I think Kutcher would have been all right. I think Josh Hartnett is a better actor than he kind of gets credit for. I don't he know, in the not... faculty, though, he's so twitchy and weird. But it wouldn't have been like much different from wow, this any is a long of episode. the other yeah. <laughs> brown-haired <laughs> dudes in the 90s movies. Like, yeah. Heath Ledger just was different enough that it... Well, yeah, and he's all straight out. And a sexy yeah. beast. Yeah.